from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Jersey Drake. Taylor Swift. Paul Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. This is 5 in 7. Araza Mocha original game. Oh man. And it's so much fun. <sighs> okay? My heart always, whenever I hear that music, I'm like going to cardiac arrest. Okay. So the way that's five your diet, bro. <laughs> not, not five and seven. Yeah, I know. I know. That's just yeah. That has nothing to do with that. That's just man. your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the way five and seven works. If it is your first time hearing it, very easy. Um, we will ask Damon Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. I will read out the questions. Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Damon Mori, are you ready? Yes, sir. By the way, I have to shout out my kid, Roxy. She helped me with a lot of these categories. Aw, I love it. Damn it, Maury. Yes. Name five Greek gods. Oh, like Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. That's one of them. Four more. Oh, and like Cleopatra. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the man said Jesus. Yeah, just out of curiosity, how do you spell Jesus? H-E-Y-Z-O-O-S-E. <laughs> you are correct, sir. No, Maury, would have given you uh, Zeus. Uh, Ares, Apollo, Isis, Athena would have given you any of those. Sorry, Iris, my bad. Would have given you, would have given you any of those. Uh, Damn Amori, are you ready? Here we go. Uh, in reverse order, name the last five letters of the alphabet. Z, W, X, Y, Z. No. Z, W, X, Y. What comes, what comes before Z? Uh, X. Excuse no, me. Y. Y. Z. Y. X. Z. Y. X. W. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Say say the Z. Yeah. Y. Correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. X. Uh huh. X. W. Z. Y. X. W. X. Y. Z. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P B Q R S T. P P. Okay, Z, X, W, X, Y, Z. No. Excuse me? (laughs) Excuse me. Can you just tell him, please? Okay, Maury. uh, Z, Y, X, W, V. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Damn it, Maury. Yeah. This is one you should get. Name five kinds of sugar. Okay, baking sugar, granulated sugar, brown sugar. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, would have given you cane sugar, oh, cane brown sugar, sugar yeah. icing sugar, granulated sugar, pearl sugar. I would have given you pearl sugar. What's pearl sugar? Exactly. Okay. Uh, damn it, Maury. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, name five kinds of hats. Okay. Um, top hat, ball cap. Um... Loser. <laughs> you only know two hats, bro. <laughs> 
top hat? <laughs> think about it. Cap? Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, think about um, it. Think about it. Like a cowboy hat? Oh, there you go. That's another one. Keep going. Yamaka? What is? It's a hat. Um, some other hats. More. Some other, okay, bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> no, a bonnet's a bonnet. <laughs> That's why it's called a bonnet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, another hat. Oh, go get me my. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say, say, say it like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Go get me my, my hat. Go yeah. get me my toque. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Go get me my. Bonnet. Swimming hat. Yes. Go get me. Okay, there's a lot. Did lots. you just put swim cap in there? <laughs> yeah. No, it would have given you like a fedora. Okay, is, yes. Is one of them, right? Okay. Uh, like a newsboy hat, one of those old school sort of yeah. sort of hats. Uh, I would have even given you a Tilly hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, do, do we have more? time for one, one more? more. One more. Okay. okay, this is five and seven, by the way. Uh, damn it, Maury. Name five letters on the bottom row of a keyboard. Uh, quite Z. X, C, V, B. Oh! Yeah! Oh! That is how you play five and seven. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see all these tweets about Desani water? No, what happened? So there's like, if, if you're wondering why Desani is trending right now, because yeah. it was really high when I first woke up this morning. Is because it's full of pictures that look like this, where it's pictures of Costco and other grocery stores, where you look down the water aisle and there's not <gasps> one single bottle of water oh, left, no. but there's crates of Desani water. Oh no! <laughs> What's wrong with Desani water? People hate it. Oh what? <laughs> Damn! Yo, you gotta. Okay, listen. Oh, when you're in survival mode, and this isn't even, I know, and, everybody, like, and everybody's like, I would that's rock. like super petty. Okay, so here, look at, look at, look at, look at these pictures. Okay. So there's all the water left, which is all Desani water in one grocery store. There's another grocery store that, that has only Desani water left. There's another grocery store that only has Desani water left. There's another grocery store that only has Desani oh, water left. People hate, huh? <laughs> it's like, what if that's your only option? Then people are saying. No, listen. Not what if. That is the only yes. option. Yeah. Roz just showed like four or five pictures yeah. where that was the only option. Yeah, and people Tap still didn't it take is. it. No, man. I drink the rain. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, that's what people are saying. So, you know what? They, they'd rather, have they'd to- rather put a ladle in the toilet. <laughs> like you have to really, really hate. Thank and you. you've given examples right yes. there of people who really, really hate. Yeah. I had no idea that it was because I thought I was all alone where I didn't really like it. But there's some places oh, where that's your only it, option. It tastes, I don't, it, it's, it's, a, it's very, to me, it tastes acidic. Like really? To, yeah, to me, the, the the it just when it hits my mouth, my mouth doesn't like it for some <laughs> weird said. reason, right? Uh, <laughs> like I just it just doesn't go well with me in my mouth. But huh. I thought I was alone. But there's I some, thought everybody loved it. There's some places you go to where that's your only option if you want a bottle of water. Every machine in the world, yeah. if you ever go yeah. and put money in a machine, it's all I've the same. Never, water. I don't know. I I've had it before, yeah. but I've never noticed that it's. Uh, to me, bottled water is bottled water. Yeah. Well, I found right? it weird that when you open a, one of the bottles of water, that it goes. Tss. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's weird. It shouldn't do that. No, water shouldn't do that. But but no, but it's uh, it's people made the decision. But I thought it was just me that it, I didn't really like it. But Apparently I didn't know not. that I didn't know that people had this hardcore feelings about it. Huh. Where people are panic buying and they're like, ah, oh, no. Uh, Anybody good. need me to go buy some water? <laughs> you know? mm, good. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Ain't nobody going over any borders. Not for the next little while, no, at least. No. Uh, be safe out there. We're getting a ton of texts at 925 about the madness happening at grocery stores right across the country, really. Yeah. Um, the world. Like, so much was announced. Like, the amount of information yesterday that, that dropped was just incredible. And I think out of everything that happened with, you know, all these different um, sports leagues just canceling or postponing seasons and uh, Broadway shutting down and, mm-hmm. you know, everything shutting down. I think probably the, the, the biggest story that affected everyone was the fact that going into March break, when March break is done, all schools are closed. For two, 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 uh, two more weeks. Because... People are still choosing, which is fine. People are still choosing to travel over March break, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the fear is that once everyone came back after March break, oh yeah, it was just going to get worse. So this is preemptive measurement to make sure that everyone's basically in a forced quarantine lockdown. So last night, everybody was out. Everybody was shopping. Everybody everywhere. 925555. Went to a superstore in Newmarket yesterday. No carts. Line up to the back of the store. I was showing you guys earlier uh, a screen grab that somebody took on IG of uh, Costco in Woodbridge Mm -hmm. where the lineup went from the cash register all the way to the back of the store. Yeah. And Costco is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I have cuts on the backs of my heels from people ramming me with their carts last night. A-holes. They're grocery carts. Seriously. Uh, another text, a 925 was at Grimsby Superstore last night. There was no flour, no pasta, no toilet paper, no paper towel, no canned goods, no chips, low on cereal, and this was at 8.30 p.m. Wow. 416-870-8888. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's your name? So, I... Uh- my name's Shalane. Shalane! What do you want to say? Uh, I went grocery shopping last night. Yeah. Uh, big mistake. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to panic shop. I was literally just going to grab a few things. Yeah. And then being in the grocery store kind of made me start wanting to panic a little. <laughs> so what did you wind up buying? Uh, what did you get? Well, I went for like, you know, a couple frozen things and like a frozen pizza. I ended up getting like canned beans and tuna mm. and <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah. What kind of water? No, uh, Nestle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Not the Sandy, huh? <laughs> the Sandy. Not the Sandy. Hey, uh, Shalane, uh, I'm going to ask you and I'll ask you as well, Roz. Yeah. Uh, the same question is what was the kind of chatter that you overheard while being in the grocery store from other customers? I'll tell you exactly what it was. So when I was when I was in there, I, and, and also I slowly became, when I walked in and I started loading up my cart, I was like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I was the guy with this super over, overflowing cart that looked like I was overdoing it. Where even people with full carts were looking at me, going, "Really? Yeah." Like I had the full the full cart. Okay, but it was there was two things that went on in the grocery store last night. There were people who were loading up because they realized that school was canceled and what that means 
means is quite possibly if everybody has to get quarantined, you're looking at three weeks mm -hmm. with your kids. Yeah. Okay, so you're loading up for that. Then, if, so everybody was sort of cool with that. The other group of people that were in there were people who were completely disinterested in the entire process of getting any precautionary sort of uh, rations, mm -hmm. and they went in to get like one thing that they wanted for dinner that night, and all they would do is huff and puff and roll eyes and shoot looks every time they couldn't get down an aisle because people were filling their carts. Like there were there were two different kinds of people in there. Yeah, people loading up, and then the people who were disgusted that you were loading up. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, the, it was the same thing. Like, I could see, you know, the express line. There was a few people that just had their, like, little, you know, three, four things that were just looking around, kind of like they were disgusted, same deal. And then there were people that looked like they were ready to feed an army mm -hmm. because their grocery, you know, their grocery carts were overflowing. And, yeah, just overheard people talking about the kids being off school for a little bit extra uh, time and... Uh, some people, you know, talking about the fact that there's no toilet paper any anywhere. And I legit needed toilet paper, but couldn't get any. Um, I wasn't trying to, like, stock up. I just legit needed toilet paper and couldn't get any. So people were talking about that, paper towel um, and water. Well, we quickly dipped into a, a grocery store yesterday. Jenna just needed, I think we just needed, like, milk, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we went fairly early in the afternoon, so the place was kind of empty. It was before all the big, big news hit later in the afternoon where people did go into panic mode. And uh, even at that time, and even a couple of days earlier, she had to go pick something else up. And you do hear the chatter from people who are saying, it's not that big of a deal. People are making this to be something that it's not. Yeah. Like, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Mm -hmm. So there are, you're going to have those, even online this morning, I was scrolling through Twitter, and there are eight ton of tweets from people who are saying that it's not that bad. Yeah. We should not be freaking out this way. Yeah. Well, say that to Italy a month ago. Yeah, exactly. They were all loving life, riding bicycles and eating meatballs. Yeah. And look at them now. And then in one day, an entire country <laughs> shut down. Yeah. Right? Shalane, thank you very much for your call. Be safe out there. Thank you. You too. Bye, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a super popular um, cemetery in Hollywood that people are trying to mass buy open plots just in case corona kills them what the hollywood forever cemetery all because of covid they're being inundated with requests from people wanting to buy space on the land oh my god uh 7000 to upwards of $19,000 for a plot mm -hmm. at this uh, cemetery in Hollywood. To me, that seems reasonable for a it's Hollywood called, cemetery. It's called Hollywood Forever, and part of the reason why people are panic buying or trying to panic buy yeah. uh, is because like a lot of famous people yeah, I was gonna ask that. are there. Yeah, who's buried there? Uh, let's see here. Marilyn Judy Monroe is there. Is yeah. Marilyn Monroe Mar there? Julie Garland yeah, is Judy there. Garland. Okay, I got you. Johnny uh, Ramon is there. Oh yeah, yeah. So a lot of famous folks. There you go, let's go. But uh, yeah, seven grand to nineteen thousand dollars. That to me seems reasonable, though. Like I don't know what the, the 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 going rate is, but I know that when there are places where space is limited, mm -hmm. people pay. 
Oof. Premium, Hundreds yeah. Of thousands but that comes with the upkeep too, right? Because they're going to mow the grass or... You know, all like that your, stuff. your maintenance fees. Your, that's your maintenance yeah. fees. Maury, you, this is, you know, it's so funny when it's like, you know, when they say that you, you'll never get rid of maintenance fees in the money, you're going to be paying maintenance fees even when you're dead. Yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, NBC Universal just halted production on 35 shows. Ooh. Including all the Chicago dramas, all the Law and Orders. Yeah. I know that uh, Grey's Anatomy went on hold, which it should because they really need to think rethink their direction. You should spend this weekend start writing like ideas and scripts and I'm I'm almost done with Grey's after last night's episode. Really? Yeah, I actually think I am done with Grey's after no. last night's episode. I Dude, think, you've been at Grey's like day one. Day one. And I think I'm done after last oh, night's episode. After all these years. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. After all these years, I do believe if I can get through next week without watching it, and then yeah. they're going to shut down production, and then they're going to come back with, I'm sure, their coronavirus episode, which I won't be interested in. Um, I, I'm, I'm. It's safe to say that I believe no. that I'm done with Grace. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think so. Last night's episode did it for me. It was awful. It was the really? most. It was. Now, did you watch the entire thing, or did the you whole like, episode? Yeah. 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 Or you didn't like dip in and out because no. you weren't into it but then curious so you went back and no no I watched the whole thing and oh, I was no. and I was just absolutely ashamed to have spent so much time watching this show after last night's episode <laughs> oh, but anyway dude. so Grace is on hiatus uh, <laughs> and uh, Mulan that new movie which I really wanted to go and see they did the big giant red carpet in Hollywood they had the premiere everything they just and, did that on I think on yeah, Tuesday man. right Tuesday and, or Wednesday and uh, it's postponed now so they're Ooh. not uh, they're not putting it in theaters and A Quiet Place too. and A Quiet Place too. that's yeah. the other one that they've already done they've already done all the press for it. They've already done all the lead up and the run up for the film and uh, that got postponed is as well. Marvel's Shang-Chi, is that a big, that's a big movie, yeah, right? Because that the, just halted production. That's with um, the guy uh, from, from Kim's Toronto, Kim's Kim's yeah. 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 So that halted production because the Luke. director is in self-quarantine. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that shut down as well. Now so, what about the, um, I mean, it's still like a month away, but the Black Widow no idea yet. Movie, because no. they just dropped a new trailer for it earlier this week. No idea. But you were talking yesterday about WrestleMania. Yeah. And that really took off yesterday because every sport in the world has shut down. And Vince McMahon is the only one who has not said that wrestling and XFL are going to shut down. Yeah. It's, it's actually continuing. Right? WrestleMania What's that show? is on. What? XFL is done? Okay, oh, XFL so is done. So so WrestleMania. So I think that what he was saying was he was going to leave it up to Florida, to Miami to decide whether yeah, WrestleMania is going to happen. Because it's it's like the way people are canceling and prepping things right now is for like a two to three week kind of wide quarantine, right? Yeah. So, and that's just in and around the time that WrestleMania is to take place in, in Florida. Right, right, So I guess right. they want to see as you get closer to the date if things are going to get better or to a point where it is safe for people to be outside and around each other. Yeah. But right? this weekend's UFC is still on. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where, where are they holding it? Do you know? I'll get info because Dana White just released a video. I'll get that for you as well. Huh. Talking about why Interesting. it's still on. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so everything is everything's shutting down. So, I mean, if, geez, if Netflix is going to be the most powerful entity more powerful than they actually are when everybody goes into quarantine because there's going to be nothing left there's no sports there's going to be no new network shows yeah it's like netflix and maybe disney and ill yeah right yeah. <laughs> netflix and ill <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast
I went to the grocery store last night, went to Metro, uh-huh. and we got there just before sort of work let out, and it was right after, maybe about 20 minutes after they announced that the schools are going to be closed for two weeks. Yeah. And when we went Two in, weeks after March break. Two weeks after March yeah. break, right? So they had just announced that, and as soon as they announced that, everybody went, oh, hell. Yeah. And when we got to the grocery store, there was no carts- yeah. Anywhere. So I had to wait for a cart. And when you walked into the grocery store, I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. Because when you walk into the, my grocery store, you walk into the produce section. Sure. Right? And it was empty. Yeah. And Ain't I was like, buying produce? thank you. So I turned the corner. <laughs> yeah. I turned the corner and I had to walk into Thunderdome. Yo. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. So this is what it was like at four o'clock yesterday, which is I went down immediately. I, I went over and I grabbed some uh, gluten-free penny noodles. Yeah. Right. And it was like picked over. So, but I found like four boxes, right? Cause we eat a lot of that. Uh-huh. And then I tooled around the rest of the grocery store, everything else. And I'd never seen this before. So I went back down the pasta aisle about 15 minutes later and I'm walking down the pasta aisle and there was not one single box or bag of dried pasta left in the store. Really? Not, not one. The, the shelf was empty. There was no more pasta at all. And let alone toilet paper. Yeah. But I just got, I just got wet wipes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, you know what? I saw on... Reddit- and also, if I'm off for two weeks, I'm going to just go number two and then just hop in the shower because I ain't got nowhere to be. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Right? Where you gotta go. Where do I gotta go? I'm not in a keep rush. Your, keep your ass at home. Yeah. Are they gonna restock because like all I have in my freezer is a box of frozen fish. Yeah, they they will. They will. You're gonna be They're okay. They're gonna try. Gonna I saw this on Reddit this morning. Uh, two hours. It didn't say exactly where. I mean, I guess just have to dive into the story, but this is a grocery store. It says two hour drive away from Toronto. Everything is just fine. No hoarding, no lines, lots of toilet paper and paper, paper towels. Look at this. This shelf is, shelves are just like, and and it'll be, and it'll be back like that soon. But Catherine went into a no frills yesterday Yeah, and she walked in and turned around and walked right back out because the, the lineup for the the registers went all the way around the store. It circled the entire perimeter of the store like when you walked in you lined up and then you had to do the entire perimeter yeah. of the store was wow. the lineups so for, basically the last person in line was like next to the very first person in line and that's even before you could shop like you couldn't oh, shop man. because people were lined up down the aisles with their carts i show you this video of costco and the lineup went like all the way to the back of the store yes no. here look at this my friend uh sent this to me yesterday this is costco in in woodbridge and you know how big costco's are yeah, right yeah, yeah. Exactly what Maury's saying. From the counter, oh uh, sorry, from the register yeah. where you pay, yeah. literally to the very back of the store. Unbelievable. Right. Uh, hey, if you guys did any sort of uh, panic shopping yesterday, let us know, one, what you bought, how much you spent. I spent a lot. I'll get to that later. Ooh, I can't wait. Uh, it's at 925 if you want to text us or uh, 416-870-8888 if you want to call in. But um, But yeah. I'm going to read you one text that we just got about Dasani water. Yeah. I'd rather die of lead poisoning from drinking tap water than to drink Dasani. It's disgusting. The water is thick and tastes like heavily mixed chemicals, like fake vitamin water. Somebody else texted and said, you can taste the chlorine. In, I had in no idea. Jesus. The hate I thought is it was alone. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? 
Nicole, it's Ron Zamoka. Oh, my God. How you doing, girl? Oh, my God. Hello. Hi. Hey. All right. So, uh, just like so much bad news around the world past couple of days because of COVID. We need some good news, which is uh, part of the reason why we're calling you because it's your birthday and it should be celebrated. Oh. And we wanted to say happy birthday. And you said in your text to us, uh, <clears throat> you said in your text to us that you've been what listening for a, uh, a really long time. So, what is yeah. a long time? Like six years. Six wow. years. Okay, well, Roz and I have been on the radio for uh, 10 years now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, my God. And you guys are always asking this. You guys did ask me. And you guys know it's such a hard question because I love both of you guys. I know it's your birthday uh, and everything, but come on now. <laughs> uh, come on, Nicole. Say it. You have an answer. Mocha? Oh. Mocha question mark or mocha exclamation mark? Exclamation mark. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Damn. Well, Nicole, happy birthday. Thank you. Are you cool if we sing you happy birthday? Yes, that would be amazing. That would make my day so much. Really, huh? Uh, okay. Dan Lori, come here. Hang tight one second here. All right. I haven't done this in a while. I know. That's what we're working with today, oh, by gentlemen. by the way, how old are you today, Nicole? I'm just 41. Perfect. That is like the perfect age, 41. Thank you. Legit, you sound like you're in your 20s, girl. Oh, thank you. Here we go. One, two. A one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nicole. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nicole. We love you. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Thank you. I love you guys. There you, you guys go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, did you see this story? I don't know how you recover from this. There's a lot of stories over the weekend of people doing some really great things. Mm -hmm. All the sports teams and all the sports teams in Toronto that are all banding together to make sure that their hourly workers are paid. Like, there's a lot of stories about people doing really exceptionally great things. And then early yesterday, the story broke that Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, is turning all of the hotels that he owns mm -hmm. into coronavirus hospitals. Oh, wow. For wow. overcrowding. Damn, that's great. Yeah, it was great, but the story's not true. Oh. Oh. How's it not true? It's just not true. It was completely fabricated, completely made up. So I'm like, how do you then recover from that? Yeah, not now. What's your play now? Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Yes. You're going <laughs> to... Right? Like, you have to do it now. Yeah, it's usually not a good thing when rumors get started about you. But this is one of the worst where it's a rumor that you did something exceptionally yeah, it, great. This, like, uplifts you to the highest, yes. highest level. Like, you're, the people, you should, the, well, the comments on the stories when people thought he, it was real. Did he come out and say it's yeah, not it's true? The hotels did. They're like, no, man, we are hotels. <laughs> We're going to be hotels. Uh, oh, no. no. He's going to have to do something. Right? <laughs> but, like, then what do you do? Like, you don't get. No, but you but you need medical equipment. You need staff. Like, what do you do? You bring people from you don't from the hospitals. There's, there's nothing or? you can do. They're, his hotels are hotels. There's people staying in them. They're not turning them into hospitals. It was a completely fabricated story. But people Poor were guy. calling this guy a saint for about four hours on the weekend. He was the <laughs> kindest. Human, yeah, he was the kindest human being on the face of the earth. <laughs>
and now he's not. And, and could you imagine having to hit send no. on that re- <laughs> on that retraction? I know. Hey guys, dear, you know, dear everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey Saint Ronaldo, we're about to really ruin your day. Sorry, man. Oh no. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'll tell you, what, is there anything different in your house? Because I didn't leave the house all weekend. And my kitchen is a disaster. Oh, dude, our entire house is a disaster. Like, I clean, all I did all weekend was just clean Same. And, and cook because Catherine's sick. Not sick, sick, but she has uh, like an ear infection and all sorts of other stuff. So she had to go on antibiotics. Um, so she wasn't doing much. So I was like helping her out. And then yeah. Roxy's doing her thing. But like my, because nobody left. The house is such a mess. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Same. Our place. But like it, it gets to a point where you just then spend the time to clean. Yeah. But, but the amount of time that you spend to clean is not equivalent to the time it takes to get messy. No. Right? no. It gets messy. Like you close your eyes, you open your eyes again, it is messy. Yeah, but self-isolation shouldn't be about cleaning. It should be about enjoying TV or relaxing and spending time I together. No, but I just can't sit like, in a mess. Not though. when you have kids in a house, We sat man. on the floor going through old CDs and figuring out which ones to throw out and all the God. books that we want to get rid of. I'm like, this is not fun. So you're contributing to landfill? Your idea of <laughs> what to do during a crisis <laughs> is, is to- what you're going to throw in the garbage? Yes. No, we need to be better than this, it's not me. Oh. Matthew's like, well, we're together and we have to be together, you're so just, let's use this time productively. You're just trying to do anything to keep that man happy during all this, huh? <laughs> what do you how mean? Many, how many times did he, did he want to kill you over the weekend? Oh, we... He well, like, what was the biggest argument that took place in the condo between you and your husband, damn it, Matthew? Oh, uh, the dog pooing on the hardwood floor. Oh. <gasps> Well, at least it's the hard Yeah, but one. I said it's poo. You could just pick it up and forget it was even there. Yeah. Are you getting good at that, picking it up? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's easy. Although he fights. The dog fights with you because he doesn't want you to leave. It's his. Yes. Right? It's so, his property. Yeah, he's fighting with me. And once I <laughs> dropped baby. it and I had to pick it up so, with my hand. because you guys live in a condo and you have this new puppy, yeah. are you, first weekend of isolation, were you just like not taking him out? As often as you would normally? No, yeah, because you can't. Where are you going to go? So, I mean, I took him up to the roof, and we ran back and forth a couple of times, and then yeah. came down. On but, the roof? Yeah. You going to trust a puppy on a roof of a condo? <laughs> Where's he going to go? <laughs> I think it's all sealed off, right? Is it sealed? Yeah, there's barricade or barriers. There's, it's, it's not, not a flat oh, roof. Oh, no, no, okay. No, no. Well, I don't know. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's a roof for socializing. Like, it, it's not oh. like a scene at a James Bond. Yeah. Okay, okay. Where, where it's like the big giant industrial <laughs> yeah. air conditioners well, are spinning, right? scaffolding. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, Maury, like your safety, too. But our place is covered in toys. Like, it looks like we have a baby, like an actual baby. There's just toys everywhere. That's what what it is, man. It's unbelievable. Toys and poo everywhere. You guys are going to have to split those when you, Matthew, get divorced after the isolation. (laughs) (laughs) End of day today, you mean? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got a text and an email to read to you, Roz. Okay. On my way to work, listening to you guys, can you please give a shout out to all the nurses and doctors and hospital staff that are continuing to work to help fight this pandemic everywhere? Love you guys. That is from uh, Julia. Always. Always. uh, Oh, my God. Of course. Like, thank you to you, Julia, specifically, but also thank you to to everyone in uh, in healthcare, really, whether you are um, on the front lines or behind the scenes gathering uh, the information, you know, for sure, like, we are sending um, so much love and so much thanks to each and every single one of you guys. So that was from Julia, and then I got an email 
last night from Julie that said this. I hope you guys are doing well. I just wanted to actually reach out and tell you guys, The Razamoka Show, how much I appreciate your show and the podcast. With the whole coronavirus pandemic going on, it's hard to stay positive through something like this. I've been listening to your show for years now, and I'm currently listening to the podcast again for the third time. Wow. Wow. When I was all caught up and started hearing you guys talking about the virus, honestly, it just seemed a little too real for me. So I felt like I needed to just hit pause and restart from the beginning. Not saying it's a bad thing. Of course, you're going to speak on it. I just want to uh, wanted to hold on to the positives just a little bit longer, if that makes any sense. Listening to the old podcasts has given me so much joy and just makes me feel a little more comfortable during times like this. I binge listened through my 12-hour shift as a waitress from open to close and you guys keep me sane. I've been listening since I was 14 years old back in 2010. Love you guys. Uh, as long as I'm living, my radio guys, you'll be. Aww. Roxy uh, discovered the podcast over the weekend. And? And so she, she loves it. So yeah. she was sitting on the couch with her headphones on laughing. But she she listens to the podcast differently. She has a she has her own technique of listening to the podcast. She's 10. Yeah. So she'll just put one on and listen to it for like 10 minutes and then go to another one. Oh, she bounces around? Yeah, she's like, whoa, this one's three hours, and then she'll listen for 15 minutes, and then she'll go to another one. Really? Yeah, she and bounces she around. go back? Does she dip back? Some, no, no. Because there's oh. just so many of them, right? She's like, what does this one sound like? What does this one sound like? Really? Yeah, it's, and she, does she start from episode one? No, she just dipped oh, right in the just middle. wherever. Yeah, just wherever. It could have been like episode 96 <laughs> yeah. for all I we know. know. I think she started on the most current and then went back to three. Wait, right? what? She yeah. did what? Episode 145? Yeah, and then went back and to three. And then went back to yeah. episode three? Yeah, yeah. She has her own technique huh. where she doesn't listen to the full thing. And I'm like, Brox, you know, you can listen to like the whole podcast and then you just go on to the other one. She's like, or I can just flip around. <laughs> Dad. And I was like, okay. like, okay. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense, I guess. Uh, if you have not yet uh, got on the, the Razamogi Show podcast, available like literally everywhere Apple Music, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Frequency Podcast Network, uh, you can use the podcast to help keep your mind off of uh, some of there the madness go. that's happening around the world and, uh, and help take your mind off of things. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ain't no sports. I was watching a Raptor game from 96 the other day on Saturday. <laughs> you? Yeah. It was, the Ra- it was the Raptors and Chicago Bulls. How'd we when, do? Uh, um, not good no. because Michael Jordan was playing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, you and forget it was about from, those days when the Raptors played Jordan, huh? Yeah. And it was at Skydome, too. Yeah. I went to one of those games. Did you? Yeah. I went Did to I one of the know? first Raptors games ever. Did you? At Skydome. I'm trying to remember if I ever went. It was weird so. because you were sitting in the bleachers and you would look behind you and it was just emptiness. Yeah. Like there wasn't a wall there. Yeah, no, they had parts of the, uh, which is now Rogers Center, they yeah. had parts of it that were completely blocked off. So it looked odd seeing crowds like kind of scattered around. Not very big crowds, trust me. No, like I was- It was in, only year two for the Raptors yeah, too, right? They, well, they built bleachers that just sat on the field. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I sat in those one time and we were really like high up at the top. And it was like being, at, it was like watching a baseball game in your local park. Yeah. Like you're at the top of the bleachers and you look behind you and there's this grass. Yeah. Right? Like super weird. Yeah. It was so, very odd. And it was kinda, dark and the, the, it was, it was, that was the weirdest sporting experience I think I've ever had. Yeah. Was watching a miniature because you did, it felt miniature, right? Like, like you were sitting in the middle of this big giant cave. so huge, right? So huge. <laughs> <laughs> but Man, anyway, Jordan, so, Jordan killed it that game. So, so Raptors lost to the Bulls last night? Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, on yeah. Saturday. Jordan had a great game. Saturday afternoon, it was like 2 o'clock. Yeah. 
It's cr- if if uh, I would, you know what I would watch right now? I, what year was it? The 93, 94? Whatever year the uh, Leafs had that incredible playoff run with the LA Kings when Marty McSorley and Gretzky and all those guys. I'd watch that. That was a great series. Like, Doug, Doug Gilmore, that was the whole, that's when, remember when uh, the high stick happened and they were waiting on the penalty and Gretzky oh, was just yeah. skating around in circles and it was because of the it no penalty. Like it, it was because of the no penalty call <clears throat> that the the Kings went on to win that game in the series and it was just, I'd, I'd rewatch that whole series. Yeah, like but I my was, problem is I have so much time on my hands, I wouldn't space it out. I'd rewatch it all in one day <laughs> and then I have binge? nothing left. Yes. <laughs> you <binge a> playoff <laughs> series? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But that's the thing. I was I, I was thinking on Saturday as I'm watching the Chicago Bulls of 96 crush the Toronto Raptors at Skydome. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you know, like plays like Sportsnet, right? What do they do with all their programming now? I don't know. And I'm like, just load it up with classic events throughout, like all sports throughout yeah. history, yeah. right? Load it up with uh, classic, like even let's say the first if you can get the rights to it, obviously, but like, let's say the first season of the Toronto Raptors playing in 95. Like you you have to also look for sports that incorporate sort of sports entertainment, but also social distancing. And I'm wondering right now if all those guys who race hot air balloons are going, it's our time. (laughs) Guys, get ready. You know what I mean? They're coming for us. Trust me on this. Our IG is going to blow up. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. Uh, Cardi B last week. What? No, sorry. Go on. Oh. (laughs) What? (laughs) Coronavirus. She weighed in um, on uh, her thoughts on everything with uh, coronavirus and COVID-19. And it was the most Cardi B sort of reaction that you could expect. Because I mean, we were all waiting to find out what Cardi B thought. Yeah. Government, let me tell you something. I don't know what the this coronavirus is about. I don't understand how that was from Wuhan, China. Now all of a sudden, this is on the tour. And let me tell you something. I even go up front. I'm scared. I'm a little scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, got me panicking. And a lot of you like I was thinking, right? But that shit right there, just because you think you are mute to it, guess what? Your pocket ain't because a lot of because from China. So if you wonder where your weave or your fashion over my packages have arrived, guess what? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, shit real. Get it real. <laughs> okay. If you're wondering why your weave or your Fashion Nova package hasn't arrived, that's why. Coronavirus! <laughs> and so what happened now? Uh, so I have two things to play for you. Okay. Number one is somebody did a remix oh. of Cardi B saying coronavirus and some of the quotes from from that post. Uh, DJ I Marquise. Did this. Guess what? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! This is real! This is getting real! This is real! Coronavirus! 
Another one? And then on the flip side, there's a guy oh. named Charles, Cor- Charles Cornell who's known on social for taking things that people say and then putting a piano behind it okay. to match with what they're saying. I gotcha. If that doesn't make sense, listen to this. crazy talented to do that too yeah. you know what I mean oh, come <laughs> on man oh god yeah so thank you Cardi B coronavirus it's real it's real it's real you like this huh oh dude yeah and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, this New York Times article blew up over the weekend, huh? Yeah, Matt and Noah Colvin, these were the two brothers featured in the New York Times. They're the ones that bought up 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer and expected to sell it on eBay and Amazon and make a huge profit. Um, But the world turned on them and then Amazon turned on them and eBay turned on them. They weren't allowed to sell it. Then the state stepped in when these two became the two most hated people in America. And all more than Trump, people hated these two guys. And they're now in hiding. They're now in hiding. They've had death threats. They had to give it all away for free. Yeah. Uh, but their other brother, Titus Colvin, is uh, here to sort of maybe give his brother's opinion. Hey, Titus, it's Razamoka. What's going on? Doing all right. Good morning to you. Good morning. So uh, your brothers, Noah and Matt, uh, where are they now? Um, they're still in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, they're not in town there but they've uh they're still in tennessee it's just uh just a mess right now honestly what were did you know that this was going on your brothers had bought up seventeen thousand seven hundred bottles of hand sanitizer and were selling them uh for profit did you see them doing this i didn't physically see them doing this because i live in another state okay however i knew that this was going on um i mean my brother runs a business where in Amazon sales, you buy a product and you resell it on Amazon. Sure. Just as a seller would go out and buy a fan or a chair or any other myriad of product, this was a product. 
that he bought to resell. But once things got to the level that it's at right now, where it's a pandemic mm-hmm. everywhere, did you have a conversation with them as to whether or not this was the right thing for them to do or to continue to do? Well, I mean, there's cause and effect. I mean, if there's if there's places out in the backwoods that don't have people coming and buying their product and they're living in a city or something like that. You know, it's, uh, he was, there isn't something to say for the fact that he could get from somewhere to people that needed it that wouldn't have got it otherwise. But this isn't, because you mentioned earlier, though, there has to have been some mm-hmm. sort of self-awareness, because you, you mentioned a lamp or a chair. Uh, but in a time of something like COVID-19, hand sanitizer is not a lamp or a chair. Well, yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and after all the, you know, he, he, after all the stuff came out and there was a state of emergency. Yeah here in the States, um, you know, he never sold anything after that. Like after the pandemic, everything was, everything was announced and like put into actual fruition there. Everything was already at that point pulled back off. Yeah. So he, they, they, so at that point right there, at that point right there is where he had already made the decision to donate everything like that. But he, and, didn't, uh, he didn't make a decision to stop selling it. They prevented him from selling it. Amazon and eBay. Oh, they they already were planning on donating a good portion of it before any of this happened. So when he, when he the other thing I couldn't believe is, I couldn't believe that you would do this where you would buy up all that stuff and then and then do, a, like, allow the New York Times to do a story on it. Like, were they expecting that people would be like, oh, man, that sucks? Yeah. That is really, and, and look, and and, I, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you know the type of reporter, but they were like, we're just going to do a story on how you're so, it's so sorry you're stuck as a businessman like this, and that's pretty much what happened there. Yeah, but he had to have known that that wasn't going to be the case. So, what was their reaction? Because the backlash to this, and I mean, you know, was one of the most harsh. Uh, overwhelmingly yep. negative reactions to a story that I've read in a long time. What was their reaction? Were they surprised? Absolutely. Were they surprised? Um, threatened more than anything. I mean, I don't know. I haven't spoke to everybody in the family, yeah. but everybody that I've spoke to, because I have a large family. I have 12 siblings. So everybody that I've spoke to, Facebook or Instagram account or anything like that, I have been receiving death threats. They have most definitely been receiving death threats. My brother was saying that he was, uh, he jokingly said, Titus, it's Tennessee. I've got a gun. And if they come knock on my door, it's, uh, it's not going to be a problem to take care of myself. <laughs> but um, it's just insane that someone would say negativity that's come from this. It, it, it shows you that people aren't like, okay, well, this is happening here. This is going on. There was, there's literally people just going out of their way, creating fake accounts just to be able to come on and, and talk bad to us. And it's like, why are your brothers? Sorry at all. Titus. Yeah, they are. Um, no, I'm, I'm being very careful how I word this because they're not sorry. They were performing business as usual. They're sorry that it got to a point like this that I want to be very careful. I say this here with the co- with the demand that is out there for product that you know, into a pandemic before it got taken down, they had already set a 
good portion this aside to donate. How much is a good portion? So How much out- is a good portion? I was told it was more than half. And so where is it all so, now? Where is it all now? So the so what happened? The state came in and then they, they said that you guys got to cool. un- unload this. So where is all the hand sanitizer now? He actually had a local church come by and pick it up and some first responders got a good portion of it. So it's all donated. It's all gone, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, how much money did they lose? I don't have an exact figure. Roughly, but, roughly. Know, if I had, if I don't know an exact figure, but I mean, if I had to guess, I would say it would be over ten thousand. Uh, so uh, there you go, Titus. Thanks so much for uh, talking to us again. Your brothers, uh, Matt Colvin and um, Noah Colvin, were the two in the New York Times profile who uh, stored up seventeen thousand seven hundred bottles of hand sanitizer, and were trying to make a, a yeah. huge profit off it online. And then uh, they got shut down by all the reselling sites, and uh, now all those bottles have been donated, right? Yes, sir. As okay. well as they were, you no, know, they were, they were making a good profit on some of them, but at the same time, they already were even before all this happened. That's that's the one thing I wanted to stress was. Even before all this happened, they were planning on donating a good portion of that. From what I heard, it was more than half or sure. around half of the product. Okay. Right on. All right, Titus, thanks so much, bro. Absolutely, man. Y'all have a great day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz? Yeah. It's March 16th. Which means? Third month, 16th day. Third month, 16th day. Okay. 316. Oh, you're wearing... Is that why you're wearing that hat today? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? No context for this at all, huh? People are just supposed you to know. You think you're funny? Okay. What? You think you're a comedian? <laughs> what? A prankster? What? A jokester? What? A funny guy? What? Wipe that smile off your face, son, before Austin 316 opens up a big can and we'll pass on you. Okay. I'm very impressed. I'm not oh. your friend. What? Do you understand me? What? Comprehende? What? I th- think context would be the right thing to do at this point, I would say. It doesn't matter if you don't get it, son. Oh. <laughs> you better start to pray because you can talk about your Psalms and your John 316. Well, Austin's 316 just said I whooped your ass. <laughs> See where I'm going here with I guess this? That's a wrestling thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, 316. Man. We oh. celebrate this every single year. <laughs> I always forget every single year. It's 316 day, man. You want to know what Stone Cold did this weekend? What's that? I had one beer, yeah. two beers, three beers, four beers, five beers, six beers, seven beers. Am I boring you? Shut up! <laughs> Show some respect because today is March 16th. You know what that means? No. It means it's 316, as in Austin, 316, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold <laughs> said so. Cool, right? Yeah, it's so cool. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, yo, Lawrence in Vancouver. What's up, man? Not too much. How are you? Good, buddy. Uh, it's Roz and Mocha. Shout out to everyone in Vancouver that listens to the Roz and Mocha Show on KISS Radio. Yes, sir. Lawrence, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life. I'm currently going through a trial separation uh, with my wife for three years, and I'm having a hard time deciding whether to fight to fix my marriage or just cut my losses and move on. Uh, I know in my heart that I love my wife and I don't want to be with anyone else, but the separation feels one-sided to me um, as it as in its 
it's her way or no way. Being a fan of the show, I thought Roz would relate to some of the stuff that he's mentioned about his ex-wife. So I guess I'm just uh, looking for some advice on how to get through this crappy time. Do you guys have kids? No kids. No kids. Okay, so you're in a good position then, both of you. Yeah, uh, we could be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why Why the separation? Um, so I guess it was like a long time time, but the main issue is she didn't get enough affection for me, and like I didn't really trust her. Oh, wow. What do you mean you didn't trust her? There's no one's cheated, but there's some, like, there's some Maury kind of cheating. You know what I mean? Some micro-cheating. Oh, yeah. Like okay. with somebody at work? I don't, I don't know if it was at work, but, like, it's just... She's a very popular person, like popular than I was. And then people used to like message me and say that she was here when she was there. Like just there's so much like shittiness. And then I started asking her about it. And then she would always just kind of like flip it and say, it's like my own insecurities, blah, blah, blah. So she was lying to you about places that she was at yes. when she was telling you she was somewhere else or with other people. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh. So and there's other things from her, like her childhood that she told me there was stuff that happened to her and her childhood. And I, like, talked to her mom, and her mom's like, no, that never happened. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of, like, stuff that I'm, like, sitting here second-guessing now, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, trust issues are a very difficult thing to get over um, when when they sort of are ongoing, where it's not one incident. You know, you can get over, if there is a, uh, you know, a moment of, of infidelity or a moment of whatever, you know, if, if you're talking about one incident, that is what you sort of work together, and then you decide whether that is something you are willing to forgive and move forward. And if you make that decision, you can't hang it over their head all the time. You know what I mean? If you make the decision, yeah, no, sure. if you make the decision to move forward, you have to actually try both of you to uh, move forward. But if this is just a long, ongoing pattern of deceitful behavior and you can't even tell you the truth of where she was one night, you know, then then it's it's lies on lies on lies at that point. And then how do you even begin to fix that? Yeah, that's, that's my friend. So it doesn't happen all the time. It just like happens... When there's a blowout, then like that's it. It's like the end of the world. That's kind of what happened in this situation. Like, so Lawrence, I, I'm going to ask you this question. Yes. Are you happy? <sighs> Usually, like, so I've been separated, but I've been out of my family house with my wife for the last three weeks. Yeah. And like, it's not getting any easier. Like, not being around her, not seeing her, is not making it any easier. Right. Does she message you throughout the day? Does she call you to check up on you? What is when it's her convenient life? Her, when it's convenient. When it's convenient. Oh, okay. So one, one day she's fine, and then the next day she won't talk to me, and then she'll hit me up the day after that. Okay, now what, if we had her on the phone right now, what would she say her problems with you were? Oh, yeah, she, I don't know. She'd probably just tell you the affectionate part, me not being affectionate. And are you affectionate? I Not anymore. No, but were you? I was, yeah. And then I had all these debts, like these notes in my head. So then it did put up a wall. It put up a wall. So I get where she's coming from. Yeah, it's hard. this is hard stuff to overcome. I will say this, and that you get into a points in relationships where you sort of have this ongoing stress, okay? Uh, where you have good days and you have bad days. And then you have okay days and you have terrible days. And you sort of start chasing those good days. So you get bad day, bad day, bad day. And then in your head, you're like, but you know what? When we're good, we're really good. And then you have yeah. to then you have to realize that it's not actually a good day, okay? So a not terrible day is not a good day. Yeah. 
right? And right now, it, you just wind up chasing not a good day. You just wind up chasing a day that's not terrible. And that's no way to live. No, it really isn't. The thing that I would say is that you guys could probably benefit from sitting down together with somebody who's a pro and kind of talking through this. Because if you have, if, you, if she feels that you have intimacy issues and that is what's driving her to seek affection from other people, then you both have your own things going on. And if you, yeah. if you if your communication isn't at the level of where you guys can sit and talk about this like grown humans, uh, then then you need somebody to sort of mediate that for you. Yeah, and that if, was uh, that was discussed too, and then all of a sudden it just like so she, she made me go to therapy twice, and then we're supposed to go to marriage counseling, and then all of a sudden like she's not bringing up the marriage counseling she anymore. So she doesn't want to fix this. Yeah, probably not. So it doesn't sound like it's a relationship that she even wants to be in. Not anymore. And she's waiting for you to put an end to it. So moving forward in her life, she could be the one to say, well, he didn't want it to work. He's the one that ended the marriage. Yeah, I can, I can kind of see that too. That way it makes her look like like the victim. That's so just speculation because her. I don't know her yeah. side of the story, right? We're talking yeah. to you. Yeah, I don't know. For sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Do, you feel, do you feel like you're being pushed away? To a, to a point because like I try and like when I don't, if I don't message her and then she hits me up, she's like, oh, why don't you talk to me? Right. So like right. she tells me she wants to fix it. She tells me she wants to go to marriage counseling and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then like when I start bringing the stuff back up, she's like, well, like we haven't enough space. Like, yeah, there's no time there yet. Like we're... This is like a marriage. Like you're not my girlfriend. Like we live together. Well, if you, if you can't make time for that, then you can't make time for anything. You know, like it, it, during a trial separation, the only way that these work is if both people are on the same page with wanting to fix things. A trial separation isn't a period for either of you to relive the single life to see if you like it better than married life. Does that give you a little bit of uh, clarity, Lawrence? Yeah, and like I don't know. It's been a while, so I've had a lot of things about. So I don't know. You guys gave me some good points. All right, buddy. All the best, man. Take care. All right, thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Why are people mad at you in your building, Maury? Oh no! Oh no! But mad. Because, like, I'm concerned about coronavirus and COVID-19, <laughs> and, the, and especially in a, in a condo, because there's a lot of Airbnbs, blah, blah, True. blah. And I see people with luggage in the lobby, and I'm like, well, what are we doing as a community, as a building, uh-huh. to, I guess, be proactive and ahead of the ball on this? So I wrote the condo board. I wrote the president of the building. So you didn't everyone. say this publicly in front of people. You wrote this in a letter. That's correct, okay. yes. Okay. So, and I, I told them, I'm like, we need answers right now. I'm speaking for the building. I want to know what we're doing. A bottle of hand sanitizer at the desk is not enough. What are we doing? Don't you want to read this letter? <laughs> Just, I want to I check do. your, I want to check your punctuation. Your punctuation. Oh, I, Matthew said I spelled everything wrong. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, and I also ahead. said, I'm like, I, you know what? As an owner, I highly suggest we close the gym, the sauna, and the pool. Yeah. And they're like, that's a great idea. So they did. They closed right. all those things until further notice. Well, on the building's Facebook page, people are commenting, why is this closed? What's happening? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, this was my idea. Why would you write that? Oh, no. I regret writing it, but in the moment, I thought they would praise me. So I didn't, I didn't read the tone. Hold on. You think because everybody was complaining that... 
these the facilities were closing because of COVID. But they didn't write it in capitals. I thought they were like, who who suggested this? Like I thought it was like they were gonna be like, great idea. <laughs> so you snitch on yourself and then what happened? <laughs> they were like, why would you do self? that? And they were like, we could use the gym. What's what could possibly who happen? Snitches on themselves. <laughs> Lori does. And also, God, I really want to read that letter. <laughs> I really do. I'll I really do. Thank I'll you. I'll send it to you. Yeah, but for somebody who's so concerned with keeping clean and making sure that uh, nothing is caught or spread, right? Like, when you walked in here this morning, yeah, you looked at me like I was a crazy person asking you if you washed your hands this morning. You looked at me like I was a crazy person when I said, hey, we have, we've been provided with cleaning supplies in here for you to wipe down your workstation. Yeah, but you, you're not, you're, you guys aren't renters. No, it doesn't matter more. Everybody has to do their part, man. Oh, for sure. But I assume that they wipe like, things. I, I used my knuckle on the elevator button. But that's still your hand. But it's not my fingertip. It doesn't matter, man. You can't be, you can't, I'm telling you right now, you can't come on the show and be this thick, bro. No, but you what can't. am I supposed to, should I, no, but should no, no, I be no, no, using no, no, a No, just sleeve? stop, just stop. You can't, you have to have been reading and you got to follow along because seriously, I'm washing, everybody's, honestly though, I am washing constantly. I wash my hands all the time. Okay. And I am not, I'm not contagious or with it. What do you mean you're not? I'm you not with it. Like I don't have it. You know nothing. You d- <laughs> okay. You're done. Okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Just coming out of the uh, first weekend of self-isolation, as we were all instructed to do. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of questions still surrounding COVID and the, the coronavirus. How to protect yourself, how to protect other people around you. And basic questions. What do you do if you have symptoms? How long does it last on a surface? What do you do if your kid gets it? Can kids even get it? What about your pets? These are all questions uh, that we have. And thank God, Dr. Dina Kulik, uh, who is the founder of Kid Crew. She's a pediatrician and a kid's health expert. Hey, Dr. Dina, welcome to the Raza Mocha Show. How are you? Very well. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, so you had a busy weekend, huh? Sure was, yeah, Jeez. busy couple of weeks. I guess it's a busy couple weeks. What um, when this sort of slowly started happening? Because we, it was almost like we were all watching it from afar at first, and now we're right into it. So today, what do you think people want to know most? Because I, I was having questions fielded at me where they're like. If you do have a dry cough, what do you even do at that point? It's an excellent question. People want to know how to prevent illness in their families. They want to know what to do when they are sick because there's so much viral stuff still going around this time of year. By far and away, the most common virus still is influenza virus. And to be honest, hopefully it stays that way. Um, But you do want people to be avoiding the emergency room. If people are all flooding to the emergency rooms and clinics, we're going to have more spread and we should be mostly practicing social distancing. Uh, what are some of the common, I guess, misconceptions that you've been hearing from people about the spread of COVID-19? A lot of people think like typical viruses that kids are very high risk or pregnant women are very high risk. And interestingly, that isn't the case with this particular virus. Mm-hmm. So unlike most other viruses, actually, and influenza in particular, women that are pregnant and children are actually relatively protected from COVID. We haven't seen the same mortality rate or significant illness rate for uh, these populations, pregnancy and, um, and babies and children that we do with other illnesses. And that's 
very reassuring and something to be optimistic about as well. Um, we got this question actually from somebody on Instagram, uh, from Crystal, who listens to the Razamoga show. I wanted to know if the virus can be transmitted through food. Like if you go somewhere where they have to prep your food and somebody, let's say, coughs and all of a sudden it gets on your food or on their hands and they don't properly wash their hands and then they're making your food and then you're eating that food. Can can COVID-19 be spread through that way? Unfortunately, this is possible. We don't know so much yet. One of the concerns around coronavirus is that it's a novel virus. And so we're learning things day by day about how this is spread and, and how to prevent our, ourselves from getting sick. It is possible to get it through food and through other things like it landing on your clothing, for example. This is something that's, you know, being shed light on at the moment as well. You know, whether healthcare workers, for example, like myself, need to be changing clothes before coming home, you know, wearing scrubs to work. Like these are all things that are very much in evolution. So I would, as much as you can, actually avoid um, getting food from other places at the moment because it is possible that those droplets are lingering on food even you know, after they're prepared. And one of the questions, uh, the conversations uh, a lot of people are having where there's a lot of misinformation is how long does it last on any one surface? Again, very much an evolution. You know, there's been studies on this ongoing, um, lots more research to be done, I think. But we are thinking something like 72 hours at this moment. It's possible it's even longer. It's possible it's up to five days. But most things that I'm reading say somewhere between two and three days which is common amongst amongst viruses that way. So yeah, you definitely have to keep surfaces clean. They, uh, this is hurdy. Because I know, and maybe we should clear that up now, there was a lot of, I actually heard it on, I don't remember where I saw it yesterday, but heard on television yesterday where they were saying that the period of when it is still infectious on any surface was within hours, not within days. So you're saying that it is within days. I think I think this is all very much ongoing in terms of research. So gotcha. it, I would consider it to be a couple of days. Okay. Hopefully okay. it's much shorter than that. But I think the longer, you know, the more cautious we can be, the more conservative we can be, okay. the most protected we can be. Uh, Dr. Dina, another one of our listeners wanted to know if they already have the flu or a cold, can they still get COVID-19? Yeah, sure. I mean, here's the thing with, with COVID-19. Many people that have it won't know that they're sick at all or they'll have very mild symptoms. Mm. So it's quite possible there are thousands more cases in Canada and tens or hundreds of thousands of cases around the world in people that have not been tested because they're showing absolutely no symptoms or they have a little mild runny nose or very common cold symptoms. So, yeah, I mean, your cold right now might be COVID or it might be influenza or it might be one of thousands of other viruses. But having, let's say, influenza in one season doesn't prevent you from getting pink eye or stomach flu. And so the same would be true here. This is just another virus in the community. Could you get COVID more than once? Like if you get it and then you clear it, is there a potential or are you at greater risk for getting it again? We don't think you're at greater risk of getting it again. Similar with influenza, you can get um, it multiple times in one season. Mm. I believe there was a case report of a confirmed case of a gentleman in Japan that had it a second time this year. So yeah, it seems like it's possible. Um, you were saying that uh, that the sort of effects of COVID don't affect children the way that they do, say, in seniors. But kids can carry and spread, correct? Yep, everyone can, apparently. And do they develop symptoms at all? Like, if, if you suspect me, like, how would you know? Because I think that that's a lot of things that parents are, are worrying right now, is that if they don't get the symptoms of COVID, how is a parent supposed to know that their child might have COVID? I don't think that anyone could assume that anyone has not 
had COVID or has COVID. Okay. That's the reality. And that's why we need to be practicing social distancing because I might have COVID. I mean, I certainly sure. hope not because sure. I'm very forward facing and seeing patients still, but anyone could have COVID. And so the dogma of just avoiding people that are sick, I still absolutely recommend that. Stay home if you're sick, avoid people if you're sick and avoid other people that are sick. But I think we should all be considered to be vectors of this illness because so many people are quite well with it. But you can get it from someone who's completely asymptomatic but have a devastating illness in yourself. So that's why it's very important. It's paramount to be avoiding other people right now and truly practicing what we're preaching here, which is social distancing, even if other people seem well. Dr. Dina Kulik, thank you so much for joining us. Toronto pediatrician, uh, kids health expert, also founder and director of Kid Crew. Uh, we appreciate your time today. You're welcome. Thank you. Stay, stay healthy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's tough to talk about anything else other than coronavirus, huh? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Coronavirus? Oh. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just like consuming, right? Yeah, all over social, all over the news. Yeah. I even tried to watch something else last night. I went on Netflix and was just like, give me some sort of reality thing. I don't even know. And I watched some restaurant makeover show. Oh, no. And I started, right? Yeah. And then... But I'm like, now I want to go to a restaurant so I can watch that. I know. You can. You can. They sorry. Can, yeah. But then you got to take your food and go home. Yeah. Which I think is which I think is fine. I think that I think that's fine. But I haven't I haven't uh, taken part in that yet. Like I haven't ordered to go and pick it up or have anything delivered or anything like I'm that. I'm too like scared still, to be honest with you. Yeah. I still haven't done that yet. Because. I, I understand and I don't know when like it's all gonna the get... food delivery services saying, "Hey, you can request that the driver yeah. leave the food at the front door." Yeah. My problem is I don't know if that driver washed his or her hands, I if know, they've sanitized or not. Let's say they did. I don't know if the person that handed them the bag with my food in it I did know. the same thing. I know. And to go even further, the person making the food. I don't know if they took the proper precautions. There's, we're going to get to the point of where we're going to have to do a little bit of living with this. I think. Oh, absolutely. You know, right now we're absolutely. all right now we're all fine. We're all staying in social distancing, everything else. But we're going to get to the point of where we're going to have to live with it. What a if they bit. open the delivery bag and the new rule is you take it from their bag? But but who, but nine people touched it before it wound up in that bag. Well, unless the rule the restaurant is if they're wearing gloves, but the restaurant puts it in the bag. But well, no, I'm just if they implement that. that. No, you that's don't the, know. That. That's the yeah. thing. It's everything yeah. that you don't know, right? It's everything you don't know, and, a, and it's so easy to get all up in your own head when you're just sitting around in isolation and you just think. About about the worst. So on Friday, when I went, Friday was the last day that I went for on my drive into work. Yeah. That I went to the drive-through to Tim Hortons to grab my coffee, right. right? And all weekend I kept thinking because when I picked up my coffee right before he gave it to me, he like pressed down on the lid with the palm of his hand, right? Just as a like to just secure the lid, make sure the lid was on there, right? And for half my drive into work, I was like. I don't know if I'm going to drink this. Yeah. And then all weekend, like my throat started hurting a little bit. And I yes. was like, oh my God, do I have it? Yes. Yes. I started getting in my own head. I was yes. fine. It, it just turns out I was thirsty. Yes. It's ordering food now is like having a one night stand with a stranger. Yeah. Well, for a couple of days afterwards, you're like, oh God, what did I get? Yeah. It, <laughs> had, to, it had to have been, it had to have been drinking from that coffee cup. I love that analogy. Right? That's oh my God. We're all, but that's so ordering great. food now. No, I know. Ordering I know. food. You're like in the eat of shame. God, who touched that before I did? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. It's the terrible no, feeling, man. It's 
it's a terrible feeling. And it'll be a while until we get out of that mindset or yeah. on the flip side, get used to that mindset. But can I say yeah. something? I think that if you if we can get past that and order something, it's a great way to support these oh, restaurants that are like, they're oh, all dude. being forced to shut down. And that's now. where I'm torn too, because I really do want to, I really, I don't want to see any of the places I go to. No, I know. Heard, but everybody's heard it. Everybody, everybody. It's, it's industries uh, everywhere. It's yeah. not just restaurant, right? No, I know. It's everywhere. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We've added to the lineup, Roz. Oh, yeah? What are we doing um, now? Right across the country on uh, KISS 1027 in Kingston, KISS 105.3 in Ottawa, KISS Radio in Vancouver, KISS 91.7 in Edmonton, and, of course, KISS 92.5 uh, in Toronto. You're going to be hearing a new voice, and you're going to be seeing a new face on uh, all of our social platforms. If you are in Toronto, the name Deepa Prashad may <laughs> sound familiar. She used to work over at BlogTO, mm-hmm. and she did all of their social videos going around the city talking to numerous people about pretty much everything. Celebrities, people on the street, going to different restaurants. She is now a part of the KISS family. Hello and welcome, Diva Prashad! What's up, girl? I am like, I'm so excited, but also extremely sad all at the same time. Why are you so sad? Because I'm at home. Like, this is the worst. So it would have been lovely to have you in here to do this big announcement, but what is going on with you? Why are you not here right now? Oh, my God. So basically, um, I traveled to New York. Um, I was there from last weekend. So my grandfather wasn't doing too well, you know, just old age. So I went to visit because I had the week off. And when I traveled there, everything was fine. And then the middle of the week, they, like, announced a state of emergency. And I was like, oh, crap. This is not going to be good. So, yeah. So I got back on Friday. So you're in 14 days isolation when you should be, like, here starting your big fancy new job, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're Uh, absolutely right. Deepa, we're so excited to have you join the KISS family. Thank you. I am so beyond excited. Like, I was looking forward to this so much. So, I mean, it's going to be a little bit, like, delayed before I get in the studio. But nonetheless, it'll happen eventually. Um, and uh, I've known you for a while now and mm-hmm. watched you sort of, like, go through go through everything. And people are going to, people already do love you. But now you're going to be exposed to just a whole new audience. And, and it's, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's going to be so fantastic. Uh, what you do is you're going to be doing interviews. You'll be doing red carpets. You'll be doing a ton of online content stuff uh you'll be coming in here you'll be jumping on stations like you're really covering that sort of world for all the kiss stations across the country right exactly yeah and for me that's something new and challenging because um i i was mainly coming from a place where i did just online content so this is really a chance for me to like broaden my spectrum of things that i could do so super excited are you prepared to fist fight damn it maury on red carpets of course i am okay good (laughs) i think i've been practicing my 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 shadow boxing <laughs> what are you most excited about, Deepa? Uh, I, I'm really excited to start doing digital content for Kiss, um, video-wise, because um, I'm predominantly a video host. But now I get the chance to produce content and edit content, so that's what I'm most excited about. It's awesome, that's and so of great. course, seeing you guys. Yeah, hey, we can't hey, wait hey, to hey, have hey, you sorry. in. <laughs> when you're when you're better, we can't wait to have you in. So, like first day that you're you're able to leave the house. Uh, mm-hmm. Get your butt in here. Oh my God. Deepa, I know, for on. sure. Yes. Maury's here. Deepa, can you tell Rosa Mocha that time we were at a coffee shop and what happened with you and a cop? <laughs> What happened with me, you, and a cop? It's, yeah, a, it's, the, it's the girl's first day at work. I know, we have, we've got amazing okay. history. Okay, Deepa, what, was, what, what happened with you, Maury, and a cop in a coffee shop? 
Okay, so um, I know that sounds strange already, but it was Tiff. We were hanging out. Yeah. Um, and we were at a coffee shop, and I wanted to get a snack. So I ordered an oatmeal bar, but they didn't have it. So they're like, hey, do you want, like, this chocolate oatmeal bar? And I was like, mm, I guess so. So I wasn't happy I got it. I was not satisfied. And then Maury points out that a cop on the other end <laughs> has the oatmeal bar that I wanted. <laughs> so Maury's like, hey, do you want me to go ask the cop to switch? And I was like, um, I don't know how much I like feel about that. He's like, no, no, I'll go do it. So I'm like sinking into my seat really slowly as Maury walks up to this cop. And he's like, hey, uh, my friend over there, she would like your oatmeal bar. Do you want to switch? And the cop looks at me, and I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. And then he's like, sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, but, but quick edit, I said that you were my girlfriend. Oh. Oh, my God, did you actually? I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. <laughs> that's a story that's full of regret right yeah. there. <laughs> all of it. All of it. All of it. Uh, hey, Deepa, uh, hope you feel good. Hope you feel better. And uh, hope we'll get a chance to finally get you in here in the KISS studios. Um, welcome to the team. Welcome to the KISS family. Thank you. So much, guys. I really appreciate oh, 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 it. Real quick, real quick. Uh, if people oh, want to, yes. like, right across the country, people want to uh, learn a little bit more about you. What is your Twitter and your uh, Instagram? Oh, it is at Deepa Prashad One. There you go. Thank you very much, Deepa. We'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. No, what a letdown. Sucks, we know. It's I mean, what are you going to do? I know, I know. Stay home, right? Yeah. Stay home. Um, traditionally, on this show anyway, uh, Irish Maury will come in here. and <laughs> And he'll do, <laughs> like... <laughs> It's a wheeze. It's not a time to be wheezing, man. No, not in here, okay. especially. <laughs> no, <laughs> bro. You know if if you get sick, if you're sick, this entire show is going down. Oh, then I've been sick for nine years. Yeah, no, I know, and that's the only thing that I'm okay with is that you've sounded this way since the day <laughs> I met you. <laughs> Okay. okay. So, what do you have prepared for us now, Maury? Okay, I got some limericks and we got some jokes. Start with the limericks, okay. please. Ooh, um, ooh, we don't clear our. <laughs> we don't clear our throats like that yeah. anymore, man. Okay. Dippity dippity doo. There was an old man from Nantucket who kept all his cash in a bucket, but his daughter named Nan ran away with a man, and so for the bucket, Nantucket. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, what? What did that mean? Uh, break sure it, break it down. Break okay. it down for us. Bro. Read break it in regular it down. voice. So, okay, there was an old man from Nantucket. Yes. Yeah. Who kept all his cash in a bucket. Okay. okay. But his daughter named Nan ran away with a man. And as for the bucket, Nan took it. I think that's supposed to be like Nan took it. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. What else you got? Okay. A tutor who taught on the flute tried to teach two tutors to toot. Said the two on the tutors, is it harder to tutor to tutor? <laughs> <laughs> Can okay. I start that yeah. one again? Now in regular voice? Okay, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, go for it. Okay. 
We may not get to the jokes. No. <laughs> I wonder why. A tutor who taught on the tutor, a tutor who taught on the flute, tried to teach two tutors to toot. Said the tutor of the tutor, "Is it harder to toot?" <laughs> was that in was that in your regular voice or was that what was that? I have no idea. I do believe I've transitioned. Okay. The other <laughs> Are you drunk right now? I wish I was. I know. Okay, a tutor who taught on the flute tried to teach you tutors to toot. Said the two of the two and the to toot to toot and the toot and the. I love this. Okay. Do you though? I know I do. I know I do. Cancel the rest of the show. We're doing this all morning until he gets it. Okay. A tutor who taught on the flute yeah. tried to teach two tutors to toot. Okay. Said the two of the tutor, is it harder to toot? Or to toot it? To <laughs> okay. No, almost. Almost. He almost had okay. it, man. One more time. One more okay. time. One more time. I, what if I went backwards? No. Okay. <laughs> you think that would be better? <laughs> okay. Okay, one more time. Here we go. A tutor who taught on the flute tried to teach you tutors to toot. Said the toot is a tutor. Is it harder to toot it? To toot it? To <laughs> Why don't you read it? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm not touching that, man. Sorry, bro. I'm not Happy touching that. Not after everybody. all that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day, The everybody. saddest St. Patrick's Day in history. Happy St. Pat. I'm sure there was one there's a war going on that they had a better time than they will today. You know what I mean? I know. Everything's canceled, man. Uh, Brazenhead Pub in Ireland. Brazenhead Pub, by the way, been around since 1198. Ooh, that's a long time. Officially Irish is uh, Ireland's oldest pub. And they've been doing St. Patrick's Day up. Like it's the place to be. And there's no St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Everything's canceled. What's happening to the bar? How much money are they going to lose, potentially? Uh, how much beer was ordered? I know. We talked to John Hoyne, who runs the place, and we talked to him every year on this show on St. Patrick's Day. And it's every loud year. as hell. Oh. Loud as hell. So because of the time difference, Sam Mori was able to call like super early. And it was quiet as hell. No. Talking to John Hoyne of the Brazenhead in Ireland. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, well, not too happy here, I'm afraid, Maury. Hey, so are you guys open for St. Patrick's Day or no? No, we had to close uh, yesterday at midnight and close today and for the foreseeable future. I have about 60 staff. I've had to lay them off from midnight last night. Um, so they reckon it's about 125,000 people have all been put out of work in the last 24 hours. Oh, man. Bro, it's real. It's real, and it's tough. And apparently, this is not the first time that the Brazen Head had shut down. Oh. It happened one other time before. So the Brazen Head, the oldest uh, pub in Dublin, has this kind of a thing ever happened in, in its history? Believe it or not, it's only about 40 years. It used to, the church had the pubs closed down about 40 years ago for St. Patrick's Day. They wouldn't allow us drink. And uh, Good Friday, they're the only two days, but we, Good Friday we got rid of two years ago, and St. Patrick's Day we got rid of that old law 40 years ago. So it is, it's an incredible, Dublin is surreal at the moment. People are, there's still a lot of tourists walking around. I was in the pub this morning because I had to go to the office to, you know, work out payments for my staff and the whole lot. 
The phone never stopped ringing with people saying, listen, can we come in just to have a look at the place? Can we just see it? And I'm saying, look at that. I'm sorry. It's. But the last two days has been really weird because this is my Christmas, Easter, New Year all in one because this is the kickoff of the tourist season here in Dublin and it is devastating to us all. Wow. Could you imagine the church telling a bar they can't open on Good Friday? Could you imagine living in that world only two years ago? I know. That's crazy to me. Uh, and then you start thinking about this bar, and it's like the most popular spot, right? Yeah. That's a lot of beer you got to order I know. for a lot of people. John, one would assume that you've ordered all of your Guinness way in advance. Uh, where is all this beer, and, and what happens to it all? It's all in my cellar. I had two men in today emptying my lines and cleaning them to put water through them so that, because I have about 55 different beer taps in my pub, about eight of them would be Guinness alone so I couldn't leave the beer because we don't know if it's going to be two weeks three weeks four weeks whatever this is going to go on for so I had to empty all the beer that's in my lines which is quite a number of pints you can understand and then fill them with water and then an hour later clean them all out flush them out to have them ready for when we we ever if we ever reopen how much beer are we talking about (laughs) I wouldn't like to tell you because as I say I would do more in four days in for over St. Pascal's weekend that I would do in all of January and February put together. Wow. So there you go. It's it's it's, it's devastating for That's me. That's a wow. lot of beer. It's a lot of beer. A lot of beer and a lot of money lost too. Financially, how much are you at risk of losing by closing your doors of the Brazen Head? It's a quarter of a million anyway. Ooh. But no, look at it. It's not just St. Patrick's a couple of days. For the next, we're looking at, we, we've had a, a terrible two weeks beforehand because this has been you know slowly building people haven't been coming out that much tourism the hotel sector has been devastated people have realized you know with spain and italy they haven't been coming tourism is just down and then people knew this was happening and when how do we recover so we could be looking at a hell of a lot more than that i'm just talking over the four or five day period of that sort of money but for the next couple of weeks it could be well north of that but listen we have a great spirit and we will get through this we've got through so much in our history but it is just surreal at the moment and I have to say look at I appreciate you making the call and uh, to everyone don't forget about us come in, come and see us in a couple of months time when we're up and running that's all I'm saying oh man this is the Roz and Mocha show podcast Hi, Jasmine. It's Ron Zamoka. Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Good, good. Oof, Jasmine. What's up? You wrote us this. Ron Zamoka, please fix my life. My wedding is supposed to be on June 21st, and I'm so stressed out about COVID-19. Should I be ahead of the game and reschedule? Should I wait it out? You have 650 guests, and some are international folks. Please help. So you are not alone, huh? Yeah, I know. A lot of people are canceling their weddings right now and I just don't want to be in that boat what's that what what's going on on all the wedding blogs and all the wedding message boards what are other what are other people doing so vendors they're being very accommodating they're telling um the brides and grooms that you can reschedule for a later date and that they're not going to take away the deposit mm-hmm. which is great but it's still like you know every girl dreams of this and you don't want to change it okay but we don't know what's going to happen on june 21st Right. right. Like we right. don't know what's going to happen at five o'clock this afternoon. Yes, that's true. Okay. Because news is changing and we're getting new information literally every single hour. 
Um, yeah. Is there a potential to move the date? I mean, yeah, but it's something I don't want to do because we've already sent up invitations. Everything's paid for, you know, and it's like, obviously we can, but yeah. I just don't want to do it. But you just don't want to do it, right? Yeah. You don't want to do it. But yeah. what, if, what, what if, like, by June 21st, we're still in the same boat as we are right now where things are shutting down and everyone's asked to self-isolate and social distancing and this and that? Well, like, I guess, like, the only thing we can do is, well, you have no choice. You have to postpone the events, right? But yeah, I still want to get married on that day. So, like, I would go legally sign the papers and then just postpone the events but i don't want to do that right the, the problem is this is that this everything is changing so fast like mocha just said I, I i was supposed to fly to new york with my family last thursday okay mm-hmm. and then we were going to go to new york and then the girls were going to go to paris and then they were going to go to london and then they were going to fly home this is how fast things changed on wednesday last week so the day before we were supposed to fly we were still thinking ah eh, maybe we'll go yeah Okay, mm-hmm. and think and look at how fast things move now. You can't get out of Paris now. If they were there, they would be stuck there. Um, mm-hmm. They're already talking about closing all the schools in California until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when's that? June. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to, you have to think about, you know, how fast this is and how crazy this is. And if you have people coming in from internationally uh, that you hope to have at your wedding, I mean, Toronto may be fine by then. We may be okay, but they mm-hmm. may not be. Well, then the other thing is the capacity that you can have in a hall, right? That's the other thing. You yeah. Know, when are those restrictions going to be lifted? Right. You know, and plus then, the border being closed. Yeah, like you don't yeah. know. You you don't. And I know right now you know, we're in March, and the idea that you have to cancel something that is going to happen in June is just it, it's it's an un like it's an unrealistic thing, and you don't want to think about that. But mm-hmm. three weeks ago, people were still riding bicycles around in Italy, loving yeah. life and eating meatballs. That's true. You know, the, and the they're entire all up now. now the entire country is shut down. Mm-hmm. Now for how long who knows? I don't I, I don't have these answers. Nobody has these answers. No mm-hmm. the only person that I've heard say anything about June, July or August as far as this may still be a huge problem then is Donald Trump. So <laughs> If you want to go ahead and listen to what he says, it may be the smartest thing the man's ever said. Yeah. You know, listen to that. But I, I don't know. It, 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 My don't, honest- don't set yourself up for a loss. Yeah. Can, can we just put it that way? Sure. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, like what's, your, what's your risk level? Like, what's your risk tolerance? Are you willing to lose a lot of money? In June, uh, in June, if this doesn't work out, if you try and do this and you have everything booked and food is made and then something happens where you have to cancel last minute. I mean, I don't have a choice, right? right. I, I have to. Let me put it I to you this way, choice, Jasmine. Yeah. You have 650 yeah. guests. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. I understand. We understand that you want to get married and you said you're going to go through the, the procedure, the proper procedure to be married on June 21st. Mm-hmm. So June 21st, regardless you and your fiance will become husband and wife. Yeah. What happens if on June 21st, you decide to have a get together, which you probably won't be allowed to because of the capacity of people gathering. Mm -hmm. If one of those people gets sick because of somebody else who's also in attendance and Mm -hmm. if they're on the older end of the spectrum and they die. Yeah, it would be because of my wedding. Right. I mean, logically, I understand. Logically, it makes sense. Why of course, but it's your wedding, and it's something yeah. that you've been planning for so so long. Yeah. My honest opinion is that you should be canceling 
that day and wait until like things get better. And who knows when that will be. But you said yourself, June 21st, you're still getting married. Yeah. So you think I should cancel I think you should, yeah. Yeah, I think the right thing to do is cancel. I think that it is just so hard to even wrap your head around everything that's going on and the, the, the largeness of it and the speed of which everything is just moving. And anybody who says that this is all going to be wrapped up in June has no idea what they're talking about. Like, they, they just don't because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. I guess I was really looking forward to wearing my wedding dress. <laughs> so wear your wedding Yo, dress. wear your wedding dress. Who cares? <laughs> I can't do that. Why not? Why not? See it. I want the 650 people to see it. Oh, God. Here we go. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. How about this, Jasmine? Why don't you and your fiance on that particular day, your husband, why don't you guys still get dressed up, take a photo, and then just send that photo out to all of your family members and say, this is the date. We still got married. We are now husband and wife. We cannot wait for all this COVID stuff to go away so we could all celebrate together. That's actually a good idea. I could do that. Right? Yes. Still have your day. Have your moment, Jasmine. Nobody's asking you to not have that moment for you and your husband. Because at the end of the day, it's all about you and your future husband. Yeah. Not the 650 true. people that you invited <laughs> to your wedding. That's a big-ass wedding, I'm going to say to somebody that has 650 people at the wedding, it's a little bit about them, too. <laughs> That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. All right, Jasmine. Do you have your answer? Thank you, guys. Appreciate Hi, it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, if you're wondering why Oprah Winfrey is, t- is tre- uh, trending this morning, this is wild. Okay, so Oprah tweeted this. Okay. Uh, what time did this happen? Because I was trying to follow the story, yeah. and I couldn't because there's so many memes reaction. Right. It's hard to find the story. Right, okay. So please break it down. Okay, so why Oprah is trending this morning is this. Uh, <laughs> Oprah tweeted, we'll start with this. Just got a phone call that my name is trending and being trolled for some awful fake thing. It's not true. Haven't been raided or arrested. Just sanitizing and <gasps> self-distancing with the rest of the world. Stay safe, everybody. Oh, so arrested? Okay, so the story was this, is that Oprah's house was raided. This is the story, okay? okay. Because Oprah is part of a, well, Oprah is the ringleader, they say, uh-huh. of a sex trafficking ring. Stop it. That ties her to Jeffrey Epstein. And why this is all coming out is the story goes that Harvey Weinstein was just sentenced to 23 years and he just apparently, quote unquote, didn't actually, but he just um, confessed all of his knowledge to this elite sex trafficking pedophile ring uh, in the world and Oprah was tied up in it, but it goes deeper than that. So I'll read you the conspiracy because it involves Trudeau as well. Oh, no, again, not my Oprah. Again, this is why Oprah's trending because okay. it comes from this story. But it was Stedman that started this. No, it's not. It's ass. the coronavirus. Okay. Okay. So they say this. Uh, this morning at 4.30 a.m., um, Justin Trudeau was served with a criminal indictment by the U.S. <laughs> okay. for corporate and financial crimes. Uh-huh. Media owners were instructed to brainwash everyone that Trudeau and his wife had coronavirus. Tom Hanks was arrested 48 hours ago for pedophilia, and he is currently being kept in a hotel room in Australia, reflu- uh-huh. refusing to fly back to the U.S. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is why Oprah's trending this morning. Stop this is how ridiculous it. this is. Okay, okay? Uh, Italy's airports have been completely 
quickly shut down as over 80 Vatican and financial officers have been served the same criminal indictments. Uh, let me continue to go on here. Yo, y'all are bored on this self-isolation okay. tip, huh? Uh, yes, thank you. Harvey Weinstein agreed to a deal in exchange for his testimony against hundreds of top Hollywood celebrities and their involvement in the drug business, pedophilia, and and uh, uh, sex trafficking. Instead of 55-year sentence, he only received a 23-year sentence. Names including Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, uh, Joe Biden, Tom Hanks, Oprah, Ellen, Quentin Tarantino, Charlie Sheen, Bob Saget, Kevin Spacey, John Travolta. <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. Yo, Bob Saget! Come okay. on, man, Danny Tanner! Okay, Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> was similarly allowed to make a deal and have his suicide faked in exchange for his testimony. So this is why Oprah's trending today. People are sitting at home, okay? Bored. And bored. And this whole thing came back up again. So if you're wondering why Oprah's trending and why Oprah said that her name is, uh, she was told that she was trending for reasons uh, that are not true and no, she was not raided and not arrested is because of this story. Not my Oprah. Okay. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Do you see this Jared Leto story? This is the most Jared Leto story of all stories. Is it real though? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess Jared Leto was on some sort of like, I don't know, like meditation retreat out in the middle of nowhere with a couple friends where they didn't have their phones or communication. And he came out of it not knowing anything that was going on in the world with coronavirus. <laughs> I was like, what's up, guys? I got clarity. I feel fine. Yeah. I feel wonderful. Calling up all his ladies. All right. What's up? Looking for some hugs. Yeah. <laughs> got no food in the fridge. Uh, you know? Uh, so that was the story that he was out at some sort of uh, meditation retreat. And he came out of it. But there has to be some sort of like emergency measures, right? Now, I'm going to say for this, the place though. That, for the people that run that place? No. No. At all. No. Like, the world could be going to, to absolute and hell, they, and, and they, they have burn. no idea. Yeah. So he says, uh, walked out yesterday into a very different world, one that's been changed forever. Mind-blowing, to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's going on. Hope you and yours are okay. Sending positive energy to all. Uh, stay inside. Stay safe. Also, I will say this, though. I, as much as I want to goof on somebody who has the kind of money and the kind of time to go on a 12-day desert retreat, because really what normal person can do that. And just, like, escape the world, really. I will say this. It works because Jared Leto is 48. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's 48 years old? Take a look at Jared Leto. Jared Leto looks like he's 32. Yeah. Jared Leto's two years away from 50. He does not look... Uh, bravo, sir. Right? Like, congratulations. Yeah, that's what happens. You just cracked the code. That's what happens when you live a life where you can go and disappear in the desert with your friends for 12 days and you have no responsibility and all the money in the world. <laughs> he's 48 crazy. years old. 48. I had he no idea. He looks like he's 30. I honestly thought he was like... Mid, like early to mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think he was older than 20, oh, no, thirty-five. Oh no, 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 no. He's what, wow. what are you saying? He looks like you're, you got that same thing more. Yeah, oh, more. He's okay. like more. Like, I got that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, that giant um, comedy festival in L.A. Netflix is a joke. Mm -hmm. They just canceled that. Oh. It's supposed to happen April twenty seventh to May third. This was the the greatest lineup of stand-up comedy that any 
festival has ever put together. Yeah, the greatest in history. Yeah, it was like David Letterman, Jamie Foxx, Kevin Hart, Martin Lawrence. Like every everybody was there. Seinfeld was doing stuff. Like everybody was doing stuff. The cast of Shit's Creek were doing stuff. And like every comic in the world was going to do this festival. The coordination to get everybody in place know, for this I know. for this festival yeah. must have been Yeah. I know. Like, I don't even know, like months and months, maybe a year in planning, yeah. right? Who knows? Yeah. And who knows if we'll ever get that lineup again? I don't know. But that's another big, uh, another big cancellation, which is crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, Adam Levine is 41 years old today. Oh, happy birthday, Adam. Makes me sick. He's so young. Why? I don't know. Is Adam Levine hate, the same age as you, Maury? You hate anyone that's younger than I know. Is Adam Levine the same age as you? How old is Adam Levine? 41. Oh, but I look so much better. Do you want, do you want me to show you a picture of what Adam Levine looks like with his shirt off? Oh, I've seen that. Okay. But facially, I look better. You think facially you uh, look better okay. than Adam Levine? Yeah, facially he looks older. Explain this to me. What do you mean by facially like, you look okay, better? Okay, facially, he, he has like facial hair, right? But his cheeks are sort of, you know what happens oh, when you get older, your cheeks suck in? Hold on here. Like when your body's decomposing? Yeah, Hold thank on. you. What do you mean when you get older, your cheeks suck in? Your cheeks, <laughs> your cheeks drop down. No, his are sort of growing inward, and you can see like the bones and stuff, which okay. makes him look older. Okay. Hold on. Whereas I still have baby cheeks, like Hold puffy on. kind of cheeks. Let me look at a picture of Adam Levine 2020, and I'm going to do a contrasting comparison between you, Maury, and, Sounds scientific. and Adam Levine. It's really not. <laughs> Okay, so hold on here. Like you Mocha's say baby okay, you say you say facially that you look younger than Adam Levine. Yeah, I don't think so. Maury, oh my com- god, look at, this. On, look at this. Compared to Adam you Levine, think, you look like the crypt keeper. You think you <laughs> think you look you think you look younger than this. Okay, there is a lot of what do you call them? Filters on that. It's a, <laughs> yeah, okay. All you do is use filters when you post Maury, on IG. Maury, you went to pick up your dog in the middle of the night. And the first picture that you and Matthew posted of your dog, you both facetuned yourselves, but not the dog. So, so the dog yeah. looks terrible. Yeah. And, like you diss the dog. I know. Like only a couple weeks old. You got him in your arms. You bring him home. He's not even two minutes in the yeah. crib. Like if you're gonna, fa- here's the rule with facetuning. First of all, rule one: don't. Yeah. Right. But if you're gonna facetune, you have to facetune everyone in the picture. No, we wanted, it was midnight, we were exhausted, we had to look good. I know, but you don't look good, you look like dolls. Yeah. It, Thank it re- you. It really did look like, it It really did look like, a, like it was obviously, obviously a filter. Obviously a filter. Right? Like, obviously I don't know who you guys think you were fooling. Well, I mean, in, it, when, on our phones, it looked fabulous. No, but on my, on your phone, it looked fabulous. Hey, let no, me ask did. you a question, let me, and be honest, okay. right? I'm always honest with did you. Did Matthew... Facetune his face more than he did on yours. Like, was he more critical of his? Like, made sure his looked better oh, he than took yours. My phone and he played around with all the the yeah. knobs. And, yeah. So, who does the work when that happens? When you guys he start facetune, he, he does. does. Yes, you don't. No. Do you think he fudges yours a little? bit? Because he won't allow me to post anything unless he gets photo approval. Right. And yeah. so, but do you think he fudges it a little bit so that you don't look as good as he? Always. Yeah. 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 He makes he like, <laughs> and he, I allow it because then I can post the photo. He uh, he like he he ups himself a couple percentages more than yours, right? Absolutely. Like on the, on the, what what is the app that you use to do that? 
Oh, there's many. We have. Uh, we... <laughs> oh my god! Okay, how there's many? A free one. You there's a free a one from you... Google. Okay, how many apps on your phone do you have that smooths out your face to make you look younger? Oh, like ten. Ten. So why don't we just then agree that I look so much better than Adam Levine? Well, in that picture, you did. Okay, thank you. Because you didn't look like a human. <laughs> I'll take it. That poor dog. Man. I know. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Toronto Mocha. Yo, 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 Razi and Mocha. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, my name is Yariel. I just want to say thank you guys for you guys making us laugh in these difficult times, you know. And um, I just want to say thank you guys. And I want to say um, let's do the news and that way we can make, you know. Oh, so just carry on with business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, what's your name again? Uh, Yared. So what do you want to do? You want to intro the news? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that, man. You think you're going to be good okay. at it or what? I think so. <laughs> Have you, yeah. been, have you been practicing? A couple times, yeah. I've been listening to people who are saying that, but uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Very rarely when we allow people to intro the news do they get it right on the first try. Very okay, rarely. Very. Okay. Okay. I'm do, I'll do my best. When you have been practicing, are you practicing alone by yourself or do you practice with other people? Yeah. When I drive, um, I used to practice by myself, right? You know? Okay. Now it's around people, but. All right, go for it. Hey, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Hey. <laughs> A and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Okay, so here's the latest. Uh, WestJet says it is suspending all commercial flight operations for international and uh, transborder flights for the next 30 days. This will start on March 23rd. Okay. Uh, tickets will no longer be sold after that. Uh, Public Safety Minister Bill Blair says starting uh, tomorrow, extra measures are being put in place at airports to ensure people returning to Canada are not spreading uh, COVID-19. Cineplex... Uh, has shut down all 165 theaters across the country till at least April 2nd. Uh, Shoppers Drug Mart is set to help out its most vulnerable customers. Shoppers is going to dedicate its first hour of operation every day uh, to seniors and customers living with disabilities. And in Europe... Leaders are set to meet today to forge a joint response uh, to the virus, which is really the epicenter right now, reporting more than 50,000 cases Oof. and more than 2,000 deaths. I'm still shocked by what is going on down in Florida. So, so many of the beaches in Florida are still open. And uh, Why uh, have they not shut? Like, I, Well, why so, hasn't, hasn't like the mayor or they, you know, whoever their chief of police is over there they, suggest that they... Close everything down. They've put curfews in place in Miami, uh, but other beaches in the Tampa region, for example, which have not been hit as bad as Southern Florida uh, with coronavirus, are just sort of leaving it up to the to the people. I was looking at spring breakers going buck wild on a beach yesterday down in Florida, and when you listen to what Trudeau said yesterday, so let's play the Trudeau clip, and then we'll and then we'll talk about Florida again. We will be denying entry to Canada to people who are not Canadian citizens or permanent residents. This measure will carve out some designated exceptions, including for air crews, diplomats, immediate family members of Canadian citizens, and at this time, U.S. citizens. So you listen to that and you're like, okay, yeah, but still we're going to let U.S. citizens in? Like Washington State is like real close to Vancouver, all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then you go back and you look at these videos of Florida and everybody on spring break and 
how many of those people are going to be jumping on a plane in the next couple of days and coming back to Canada? There's a lot of people that go to Florida for spring break, man. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Listen, as soon as March break Florida. is done, we are in trouble. Yeah. Uh, it's starting to get ugly. The uh, Chinese government, a spokesperson, says that the U.S. military may have brought coronavirus to China. <gasps> No. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, A spokesperson for uh, Chinese Foreign Ministry said that the U.S. military might have been the ones to bring coronavirus to Wuhan. China has taken great offense to comments made by U.S. officials accusing China of being slow to react to the virus uh, and of not being transparent enough. On Wednesday, U.S. National Security Advisor said that the speed of China's reaction to the emergence of coronavirus had probably cost the world two months when it could have been preparing for for the outbreak. Now, in a strongly worded tweet, the Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson said that the United States is the one that lacks transparency, tweeting, when did patient zero begin in U.S.? How many people are infected? What are the names of the hospitals? It might be U.S. Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. Be transparent. Make public your data. U.S. owe us an explanation, is what they said. So uh, it's getting ugly. The guy who uh, runs, let me just get this company. What the hell is the name of the company? Uh, Anyway, he makes toilet paper for a living. Yeah. Uh, And he says, listen, Canada is fine. We are not going to run out of toilet paper. Uh, He says, we've got all the raw material we need and the assets are running. We are in production. Our (laughs) sites are at full capacity to recover from this spike. This is Dino Bianco, executive officer of the Mississauga-based Kruger Products Limited, maker of Cashmere, Purex brand toilet papers, uh, which has 33% market share. So they make a lot of the toilet paper. He's like, Mm. you're going to start seeing it catch up in days or weeks. So you don't have to buy all the toilet paper. Uh, Mark Cuban, and everybody should follow sort of Mark Cuban's lead, and I and I hope a lot of people in pro sports do. So Mark Cuban yesterday uh, was very on point with what uh, a pro sports team owner should be. And that was, he didn't care about the game. He didn't care about the season. Uh, There's a lot of people who are going to be fine within the organization. um, But what he is focusing all his attention on are the people who work within the organization or in the arena that are on hourly wage. And so Mm -hmm. this is Mark Cuban's plan. There's going to be hourly employees that aren't working. And so we talked again this morning with our folks at the AAC and getting the numbers. We have a program where the next four would have been Mavs games. We'll pay our hourly employees as if they worked. Right. Nice. So that's good. So I hope everybody does that. And I saw somebody else mention on uh, on Twitter yesterday, and I wish I had saved the tweet. Um, they had said when it because everybody's going to get killed in this, right? Everybody's yeah. uh, restaurants are going to get hit. Everybody's getting hit. What they were saying was, you don't have to go to a restaurant. You don't have to go to a bar. But what you could do is go buy a gift certificate mm-hmm. for that place, right? You don't have to use it now. Sure. They get the money now during all of this because nobody's going in. But you don't have to use it now. And then when it's all cleared out you go and you have a big giant awesome fun meal at whatever restaurant it is so 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 people can make it through who own locally um hannah ann on uh ellen so we heard a little bit of this sean hayes is guest hosting for ellen again and we heard a little bit of hannah ann uh yesterday this now is uh hannah ann on how she feels that pete and madison will do do you think (laughs) peter and madison are gonna make it well, uh, <laughs> it didn't last with me, but if he can follow through with his decision, then I wish them the best. Um, I'm staying out of it, though. I'm yeah. staying out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. He's yeah. a smart girl, too. 
This is uh, why taping stuff way in advance for shows like Ellen sort of puts you in a bad hole because they're running that today, which they taped, I don't even know, probably Wednesday for Ellen. Yeah. This is from Madison's IG account. Oh, no. She said, so incredibly thankful for this amazing journey. I've had the honor of being a part of it. I've grown so much and I'm stronger than I was going in. Mm -hmm. I have learned the importance of acceptance, forgiveness, and grace. Oof, you know this is not going to go well. As Peter and I have decided to go our separate ways, I am confident that we will both move in the direction of our purpose and never forget that God has a plan for all things. I will always love and respect him. I am convinced our paths were meant to cross and we are better because they did. Uh, Pete, you are an amazing guy and I'm thankful for you. I will always be your biggest fan. And to the amazing women I met this season, I love you for life. Thank you to ABC for allowing me to embark on this journey. So Pete and Madison are done. Barb wins. Oh! Arnold Schwarzenegger, you have a clip in there. Yeah. Did a video. Because Schwarzenegger's in his 70s, right? So he shot this at home. It's Schwarzenegger at his kitchen table with his miniature uh, pony and his miniature donkey. Uh, whis- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whiskey and Lulu. Uh-huh. Um, spitting some uh, words of wisdom as uh, they all sit around eating carrots. See, the important thing is that you stay at home because there's a curfew now. Okay, no one is allowed out, especially someone that is like 72 years old. After you're 65, you're not allowed at the house anymore in California. So we stay home and we eat here. Right? Oh, yeah, that's yummy. I eat with the whiskey and there's Lulu. Lulu loves carrots. Whiskey loves carrots. I just had my little bit of vegan food. Oh, that was yummy, huh? <laughs> what the hell? Oh. Pause for a second. I'm going to repeat this. Don't go <laughs> I'm going to repeat this. Okay. Schwarzenegger is in his kitchen at home yeah. with... His miniature donkey and his miniature pony. Where's his family? In his kitchen. He's sitting at the table and they're like on either side of him like dogs would normally be. Well, we don't go to restaurants. We don't do anything like that anymore here. We just eat with whiskey and with Lulu. We have a good time. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. They got different things going out there in California. I know, I know. And they're cute too. They're cute, and it's a it's a mini pony and a mini donkey, but they're both the exact same size, right? <laughs> they're so adorable. Um, Idris Elba tested positive for coronavirus. Did he? This morning, I got some test results back for coronavirus, and it came back positive, and it sucks. Listen, I'm doing okay. I didn't have any symptoms. I got tested because I realized I was exposed to someone who had also tested positive. I found out last Friday that they were tested positive. I quarantined myself and got a test immediately. This is serious. There are people out there who aren't showing symptoms and that can easily spread it. If you're feeling ill or you feel like you should be tested or you've been exposed and do something about it. Right. Game of Thrones star uh, Christopher Hivju reveals that he tested positive for the coronavirus. If you're a fan of Game of Thrones, he is the sort of Viking ginger that was in love with Brienne. Great character. Haven't seen it? Great character. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he's awesome. He's so good. Uh, so, so he's I know they fall in love. Positive for Corona. Well, no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I said okay. he fell in love with. Oh. <laughs> Did she friend zone him? He fell in love with her. She uh, friend zone him, right? Yeah, it's a whole thing. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Ask Roz and Mocha.
I love this part of the podcast. Uh, gathered questions from what you submitted at Kiss925 on Instagram. And, uh, of course, we always start this off by talking to somebody on the phone. How you doing, Becky? Hi, I'm okay. How are you guys? Doing great. Uh, welcome to the Ron Zamoka Show podcast. Thank you. So, Becky, what's your question? Uh, I just, it's more of a request. Okay. I just want you guys uh, to keep me smiling. It's been a bit of a rough week. <laughs> Why? What happened? Well, um, we were supposed to fly to Alberta on the 21st, and we had our wedding planned on March 28th. Uh, and we had to make the really, really, really tough decision um, on Friday that we need to cancel. And, oh, no. And what about a honeymoon? Is that canceled, too? Oh, that canceled first. That was to Zermatt uh, in Switzerland. So I got a call um, at work on Friday saying... The whole town is their match shutting down. All the ski resorts are shutting down. So that was kind of the first domino. Um, and then we had to have some really difficult conversations with our parents. And yeah, yeah and to kind of decide to to call it. It's it's been, it's been a rough one. <laughs> here's what we can here's what we can do for you. Okay, um, okay. Uh, Maury, go over to the printer for me a sec, more. I just printed off a list of what could possibly be like the eight or nine toughest tongue twisters known to man. Jesus. Okay. okay. So yeah. we will we will do our best to keep you laughing. Uh, Maury, don't read ahead, please. Just go yep. uh, just go one by one. Uh, so uh, these are what I found to be the toughest tongue twisters known to man. Are you ready? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Go. I wish to wish the wish you wish to wish, but if you wish the wish to wish to wishes, I would wish the wish the wish to wish you wishes. <laughs> Okay, read it again, but slower. Okay. okay. I wish to wish the wish you wish to wish, but if you wish the wish you witches wish... Oh, new word. <laughs> new word. Okay. <laughs> I wish to wish the wish you wish to wish, but if you wish the wish the witch wishes, I wish to wish the wish you wish you wish to wish. Okay. Huh? okay. <laughs> it goes like this. I wish to wish the wish you wish to wish, but if you wish the wish the witch wishes... I won't wish the wish you wish to wish. Right, that's what I said. Okay, go ahead, Maury. One more time, and then we're moving on. Okay, I wish to wish the wish to wish, but if you wish the witch's wishes, I wish to wish the wish of wishes. I don't know if this happens to you guys, but yeah. whenever you hear a specific word and yeah. it, you hear it like repeatedly, yeah, yeah. Doesn't after a while that word just sounds weird? Yes, it does. Right? Yeah. I don't know why that happens. No, I know. Right, okay, okay. Maury, moving on. Number one. number two. Okay, the 33-3, the 33-3, the 33 thieves thought that they <laughs> no, thrilled the no, throne. No, don't stop. <laughs> you sound like a skipping CD. <laughs> <laughs> okay, try okay, again. Try again. Yeah. The 33-3, the 33 thieves thought that they thrilled the throne through three. No, I think I have to open my mouth more or something. Okay. The 33 thieves, the 33 thieves thought they thought the thrills thrown throughout the Thursday. 33 thieves thought they thought the thrills from 33 hey, thoughts. Pause for one second. Okay. The 33 thieves thought that they thrilled the throne throughout Thursday. Mm -hmm. Go up. Okay. The 33 thieves, the 33 thieves, <laughs> the 33 thieves thought that the, the 33 thieves, <laughs> your, 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 your tongue sounds huge. It sounds like your tongue, every time you say a word, your tongue is swelling just a little bit more. <laughs> The 33 okay. thieves. Okay, next. Okay. Move on. <laughs> okay. The sixth, six, the sixth, the sixth, no, the sixth, six, the sixth, sixth thief, the sixth. Pause for one second. <laughs> it's just so everybody knows. It's the sixth, sick, 
Sheik's sixth, Sheep's sick. Go ahead, Maury. Okay. The sixth, 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 the sixth, sixth, <laughs> the sixth, the sixth, 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 the sixth, 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 sixth. It sounds like Maury got stung by a bee and he's allergic. <laughs> right? Like his, well be sitting there saying, hey, tongue, I, I thought I thought I put it that. His tongue sounds so huge right now. Uh, try again. The six, the six, six, thieves, six, sheep, six. <laughs> okay, move on to the next one, Maury. Can you can a can can? Can you can a can into an uncanned can like a can or can can? A can can. <laughs> Pause for one second. Can you can a canned can in an uncanned can like a can or can can a canned can into an uncanned can? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Can you can can? Okay. <laughs> you're gonna ask you to yell. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> can you can can? <laughs> no. Why? Why does your voice do that weird thing? You can't say it. Don't say it. Don't say you know it. I mean? Don't say it. I know what you mean, no, but don't say it. Okay. Not allowed to say it. I know. Okay. Just, okay. But you're right, though. Go <laughs> ahead, Mark. Okay, go. go ahead. Can you can 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 can? <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, two more left. Okay, B- uh, brisk brave regards. Brisk brave, b- brisk brave regards. Do you know? How, do you know what that third word is, more? No. Okay, let me do this again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, it's brisk brave brigadiers brandished broad bright blades, blunder brushes, and bludgeons, balancing them badly. Brisk brave brigadiers. No. <laughs> brisk brave brigadiers brandished broad bright bright. Blandishes and brandishes, blandishes, brisk okay, brave. We're going we're to take a pass on that one. We're going to go to the last one here. Okay. Now, this last one is only one, two, three, four, five, six words. Oh, it easy. Is, okay, it's six words. It's pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Pad, kid, poured, cured, pulled, cod. Go ahead, Maury. Pad, kid, poured, cured, pulled, pad, pad, kid, pured, pulled, pad, kid, pured, cured, pulled, pulled, cod. Pad, kid, poured, pad. <laughs> Maybe maybe you try counting the words on your fingers as you say them. Pad kid pure pad kid pure poured pad kid poured procured poured pulled cod. Okay. Now you're just flapping all your arms around. <laughs> okay. Pad kid poured, poured curd curd no. pulled, pulled cod. Cod. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. There you go. Yay! How was that, Becky? Was that all right? That was amazing. Thank oh, you so much, guys. Right, bro. You take care. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, Alex <laughs> wants to know, Roz. I'm exhausted now, by the way. <laughs> if you were much stranded <laughs> on an island and you had no food, oh, who would you eat first, Mocha or Maury? Oh, 100%. Sorry, well, oh. Mocha or Maurice oh, is what yeah. they wrote. That, can I just tell you, this is my favorite thing in the world, is anytime somebody writes Maury, autocorrect changes it to Maurice. Yeah. So <laughs> there's so many mentions of this show where everybody's talking about Maurice. <laughs> and, never know. and it makes it, I find it so hysterical. I love it. Uh, definitely Maurice. Yeah. 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 And I think that I would eat him in pieces too. Like I would. Where just, would you start? What? No, like. <laughs> I would, uh, I'd probably start with, I would see how an arm tasted, right? Uh-huh. But I would make sure you didn't die. So you could still hang out with us and. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Oh, can, no. Can I, can I ask a question? Yeah. Just because you're like an amazing cook. Sure, yeah. How would you prepare my arm? Interesting. Obviously over fire. Okay. Right? Like I would, you, would, you would have to do it over no, fire. on an island, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could. Yeah, I could dry some seawater and get some salt. So I definitely salt you up a bit. 
Um, I don't know if I would do that skin though. I, I would t- definitely not eat the skin. I think that I would just go straight to the to the meat and the bone and probably just, you would have to cook it over fire. But I mean, can, can I just say something here right now? Like I, I normally don't answer hypotheticals, um, but I would have to go a long time probably almost being very close to death myself and probably would only kill Maury and eat Maury if I thought Maury was going to try and kill me and eat me, right? Like I'm not, yeah, you, you know, like I'm not, I'm, we're not like three days in and I'm already, you know, biting more, <laughs> right? But if you're only cooking one arm, I can still wave the other arm around and fight you. Yeah, sure, you okay. could. <laughs> you you could, but both Maury, arms right now but, and try to fight Ross and he still won't win. Yeah, but the way that this story has gone is that you lost with both already because I'm currently <laughs> eating your good arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but no, but I I think that I would have to because I don't know I would feel that the three of us have, would have a better survival rate if we were all living and healthy. So I think that the game plan would be to try and eat as much of other things as we could before uh, we got I, to cannibalism. Yeah, and I feel that Maury is like I may take a like if we were stuck on an island, I may take like a real sort of you know, dom position with Maury mm-hmm. and put him into a position of where he's like a complete submissive just so we could get him to do things for us. Right. You know, catch snakes and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I don't know. That movie Overboard with Madonna was real good though. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I like that movie. Uh, Lisa starts her question with honest answer in all caps. Mm-hmm. How many packages of toilet paper did each of you stock up on? Uh, just like one one roll of like eight, I guess it was. I mm. already had yeah. like one of those massive um, things from Costco already. So yeah. I, I haven't gone out and bought any more. My issue was not toilet paper. My issue was finding stuff to freeze. And, right. And, and that kind of thing. And just being able to eat. I can like, I don't understand the toilet paper thing. I, if, I'm, if I'm sequestered at home, right? You can go number two and they just jump in the shower. Right. You have water. You have running water. Yeah. So you can clean yourself up. No problem. Also, sure. and, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to say this and I've I, I refrained from saying this, but the, everybody like going through and buying up all the toilet paper. Do you remember when we did that story about the family towel? Oh yeah. Oh right? yeah. Okay. Where it's face cloths that the that are just stacked in the bathroom, and you wipe your butt with a nice face cloth, and then you mm. just put it in like a laundry basket, and then the mom just does the laundry at the end of the day. But everybody in the family uses the same face cloths to just wipe their butts, and then they get laundered, right? Like, what's wrong with the family towel? I think that if things were to get into a position where we have no more paper towels yeah. or no more toilet paper. Yeah. People would be a little bit more open to that. Of course. I don't know why they wouldn't. Of course. You just don't, as a guest, I, like if I went to your house and we had some dinner that didn't agree with me, <sighs> I would not use the family towel. I would just take a shower after dinner. Yeah. Right? I would actually, you know I, mean? I would actually prefer that. Yeah. Everyone gets, <laughs> you wouldn't want any, you wouldn't no, want let me use the no, family no. towel? I'm like, here's a fresh bar of soap. Yeah. Here's a, a regular uh, adult size yes, towel. Yes. Or like Maury, because I, what if you and Matthew just each used your own side of a towel <laughs> I was gonna, a shared towel yeah why what's wrong with that well because your hand has to go on the other side you know depending on how you fold it right you could fold it right or just why don't you just ball up a big thing of toilet paper and put that between your hand and the towel i mean i guess you could <laughs> yeah i may go straight to family towel can i ask you about the family towel does each person get their own towel no so do you have like six towels hanging off a thing no i would say that they're all identical and you don't know Ooh, tricky game you don't know whose is whose once they come out of the wash. 
no, oh, that no. ain't no man. Yeah, because Tricky nobody game. nobody wants to have an argument of like you used my towel. Yeah, right? I'd rather hop in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and to answer your question, Lisa, uh, in our house at least, not because of the the pandemic and people like overbuying, stockpiling, but we have a Costco membership. Oh, there you so go. anytime toilet paper is on sale, we always load up. So we didn't have to necessarily go and overbuy toilet paper because we already had a whole right. bunch at home. Smart. Well, and Shem from our show tweeted, uh, I guess, yesterday saying how come at the store there's still so much soap uh, available but yet the toilet paper's gone. Why Why are people not oh, stockpiling people on soap? Yeah. Right? because like, people are morons. Because people are morons. You're going to run out of soap before you run out of I toilet paper. I think people panic bought thinking that that's exactly what they needed. Yeah. Not everybody was in the same frame of mind. It was just like they saw a bunch of people doing mm-hmm this one thing, panic buying all the toilet paper. So they were like, okay, well, I have to now go and buy toilet paper for my family. One thing that I forgot to buy, and I did, I never wanted to mention it because I never wanted to seem too bougie or anything like that. Oh, too late for that. But I'm, I, I, I panicked. I did panic. I didn't panic about anything else. Great because Vivant. Because realistically, I can go and we can make anything. I got lots of food. We got yeah. everything else. I panicked because when I went to the grocery store, there was, one, no, there was one thing Crab. I did not no. buy, dishwasher pods. Why is that bougie? Because I how's that listen, bougie? Because I ain't washing dishes, man, and I don't want to admit that I don't want to wash dishes. But the idea, the idea of being two weeks with no dishwasher pods, yeah. cooking the amount that my family does, and making the mess oh, that we do—that's a long time at the sink, bro. Right? I'd start trading toilet paper for dishwasher pods at that point. Like, come on. Oh man, isn't it crazy how like this is just like the the pandemic has just altered everybody's quote unquote normal. Yeah, I think in a good way. Of way living? I think it's a. I think I think For in sure. a. I think in a good way. I think that there's a lot of. I mean, screw the young people. And and I know right now it's that the the boomers are yelling at the millennials and everything else. But there's this generation, the sort of middle generation, who you can't tell anything to do because they have absolutely no respect, and oftentimes rightfully so, for authority or for government or anything. And the problem is that when you tell them to stay home, they won't. Yeah. And right? it's not going to change. And they, and they won't. And they're a problem. That sort of, of young... at this point. It's like you got to look out for yourself, no, which no, is it, your health. No, you but, have to stay home. No, but, it, but they're not because they're, they don't want to be told to do something. Mm-hmm. That's why they're all on Florida beaches right now getting herpes and coronavirus because they don't listen. That's a bad combination. Yeah, I know. Uh, Rezzy asks... Actually, starts by saying, I love Dammit Maury's butt. I mean, I wouldn't know because I've never oh. had either. Sorry. Who has <laughs> Maury's butt? No. I love Dan. Okay, you should really write this properly, Rezzy. I love Dan and Maury, but oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I love Dan and Maury's butt. butt. <laughs> Which, by the way, award-winning. <laughs> yeah. I love Dan and Maury, but if you knew everything about him that you know now, when you first met him, i.e., his lying tendencies, uh, idiosyncrasies, things that just annoy you in general. Would you still have hired him? Knew all those things already. Did you? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I knew nothing I knew about Maury things. before he was hired here. No, I knew I knew all those things. Um, yeah, I knew Maury was going to be a problem, but I thought that he was a problem that we would be able to sort of manage and he would be more of an asset than a detriment. Right? That's a compliment, right, Maury? Well, yeah, but finish the sentence. I did. I did. That's that's the period. That's the that's the end of the sentence. That's the end of the sentence. Oh, 
Yeah. I didn't insult you. I mean, I insulted you a little. But then <laughs> but then I said something that was sort of nice at the end. No, it was really nice. Not sort of nice. It yeah, was really nice. Then I said something really nice. Oh, but then you didn't answer, would you still have hired him? I said yes. I knew oh. all those. And he I said knew he all knew those all of these things already. Already. Okay. So meaning, yes, I, we would have hired you because I just said, yes, I knew all those things. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark asks, where is the most annoying place to have a pimple? Oh, uh, in the nose. In the nose. In the nose. Interesting. In I haven't the, had one the, of those in the nose in a yeah. long time, but the, yeah, I would say that's. Uh, God, that the, the ear hurts. hurts so much, though. Yeah, I've the never ear, had that. You've never. No? Oh, it hurts but so I bad. I get the in the nose one so often, and there's no way to to pop it. Can I just okay? In the nose, I will give you this. In the mm -hmm. nose is terrible, right? It is awful. In the ear is atrociously painful. But I would almost take one of those mm -hmm. before. You get one on your inner thigh and you're wearing jeans and the seam of the oh, jeans rubs rubs, rubs on it. It hurts. <laughs> That's so good. It hurts so much. And 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 a tiny, tiny, tiny little pimple on your inner thigh. Uh -huh. If you pop that, you will black out. <laughs> like they hurt so much. And, uh, one little tiny pimple on the inside of your thigh. You try and squeeze that and it hurts here? so much. That's the inside of your thigh. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, more. Okay, good. I just okay. wanted to, you know, I need Are you confused as to where your inner thigh was? Needed a visual. Oh. When Roz said inner thigh where did you think prior to well i thought asking. well i just want to make sure like inner thigh but like down here is that's not your knees thigh. that's your knees oh my god you guys ever get a pimple on your knee like yeah. no. on your knee yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the worst that's the worst a pop i get them from wearing tight jeans do you ingrowns right oh, oh yeah they true, hurt. True, true. Oh. shoulder pimples are also oh. very bad because if you end up popping them yeah. and it's like a big pop it hurts. it hurts it has that residual effect yeah it hurts a lot um so i would say yes i would say nose definitely ear and then that that really tiny little bastard on the inside of your thigh that hits the seam of your jeans that is like that's terrible lisa also, wants to know also the groin oh yeah not good lisa wants to know if uh, any of us are taking on any outdoor projects this summer let me tell you <laughs> oh, yeah, what do you got planned? I, no, I got a lot planned. I'm rebuilding. I'm rebuilding a, a giant flower box uh -huh. that's going to be probably like 25 by four. Wow, really, really big. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to plant. I'm going to pull everything out of it right now. There's three big cedars in it, and I'm going to pull the three cedars out and replant those. And I'm going to most likely plant mostly azaleas, mm -hmm. which are beautiful and they'll, and they're and purple and pinks, uh, because I love the look of Augusta National, the golf course where they play the oh, Masters, yeah. right? And there's one hole where it's all azaleas, all behind the green, and and it's the it's the beautiful pink against the uh, the green turf, and I love that look. So I think we're going to do a whole bunch of azaleas just along the side of the nice. along the side of the cottage, and then I'm and then more. Roxy has her own garden. That Catherine has her own garden. And then as in well. there, you could just put a, a cutout of Iggy with all the other azaleas. Who Iggy is? Don't soil my garden, Maury. Okay. <laughs> hey, nice plan. Right. <laughs> oh, come. Thanks, man. Soil my garden. Damn, Maury. In summertime projects. We want to put some wood. Um, I guess tiles on the balcony, which would be four tiles and be about 10 minutes worth of work. <laughs> How big's your balcony? Um, I want to say like two feet by two feet. It's really, really more, Your balcony is not two feet by two feet. <laughs> okay. So, Hold on. Just wait. Just wait a second. Can we go, let's, just, let's just do something. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I may be getting that wrong. Maury, get me, um, get me four pieces of paper out of the printer. 
Oh my god, this is gonna be great. Okay, now, okay, okay. I'm gonna put these on the floor. Get ready for your summertime project. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put these on the floor because it's eight, eight and a half by eleven. So this is basically it's it's eleven. So we'll I'll, I'll spread them out a little bit. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so. I'm putting down four sheets of paper on the floor, spreading them out a little tiny bit to make two feet by two feet. There you go. Okay, so Maury, you're saying that's the size of your balcony. Okay, maybe a little bit bigger go, than that. Go have a stand. Okay. Have a stand. Okay, there we go. Now watch, I'm going to come to visit. <laughs> come on out on the balcony. Okay. I'm out here. Okay. okay. Here, you want a beer? Right. Yeah. Maury, okay, your balcony is not two feet by two feet. So how big is your balcony? Maybe, can you? Can I say one meter by one meter? <sighs> one meter by one meter. Okay, so what? Okay. Th- so three by three then? Okay, three by three. It's very small is what I'm trying to say. There's no way they made you a balcony that's three by three. But okay, here's how I do know. No, okay, do you know what? Okay. Here's how I do know. One window and one window. How big's the window? <laughs> okay, so Come on, man. <laughs> okay. So if your balcony is First, it's not. There's no way it can be three by three. That's just impossible. Here, well, let me draw you. Let me show you this way. You're gonna draw it? No, I'm, oh. I'm walking out on the balcony. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm walking out on the balcony. Yeah. One, yeah. two, three. I'm at the other end of the balcony. So you're talking about six feet right now. Okay, I was a little off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So six by what? And then and then two. So okay, so six by three Hold and on, a half. Two only one way. What about the other way? No, that's it. It's, it's like, it's three and then two. Okay, so three, three, no, three steps. I said oh, six. So he's, take, he's counting steps. Yeah. And I'm saying each of Maury's steps are probably going to be about two feet. Oh, okay. okay so okay, let's okay. say it's three by six, but yeah. it's not three by six. It's going to be like four by six or three and a half by six. We know yeah, that. Yeah, so I just, you can get those like from Ikea, those like wooden Okay, so how things. many square feet is that? Well, I, if, you're, if, you're, if your balcony is three by six, okay. how many square feet is that? Three by six. One, two, three... One. How do you figure this out? Okay. <laughs> How are you trying to figure How it are out? You trying to figure- <laughs> I was drawing. I was drawing like three squares, and then uh-huh. I was going to do like six squares. But then I'm like, okay, let me finish. One, okay. three, four, five, six. And then one, two, three, and you want to know how many square feet. Yes, how many how many square feet? One, how do you determine square feet more? You group four squares that I've drawn together. So then one, two. Three. So um, I have four squares. <laughs> okay. So so your balcony is six by three, which is four square feet? No, just four squares. <laughs> four squares of what? Four squares of four little squares. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, Maury? When you go to Home Depot to buy those wooden tiles, can you please record... <laughs> <laughs> just please, just record the whole thing. I need to know when he asks you how many do you need. And I I'm need gonna to say know. I need four squares of four little squares. Right, and then he's gonna say, okay, so how many square feet is your balcony? And I'm gonna say exactly that. I have four squares of four little squares that I drew on this piece of paper. Right. Okay. So, Maury, determine square footage now. How do you think you would determine square footage? Okay. So if you have, um, if you're going six. Um, foot this way, correct, and six. three and, foot this and three way. foot that way. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, and six back up and three. Yeah, um, that's this the circumference. Uh, sure. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, we're talking about square footage. Okay. You no talking about circle? You have no idea at all. <laughs> it's hurting too much to try and. You have no idea. You have no idea. I assume, I assume you go. 
Um, six this way, like six a long way. Yeah. And one, two, three, one, two, three. Oh, one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen square feet. <laughs> I know it took that long. <laughs> <laughs> but you still don't know, other than counting all the individual square feet, you don't know how to calculate square footage. What if your balcony was 24 by nine? 24 which way? <laughs> okay. Every week on Instagram, you'll see okay. at Kiss925. Yeah. Uh, ask Razamoka. That is where you ask your question, and we will try our best to uh, get through as many as there we, we can on a future episode of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.